stay calm. This is simply the beginning. I thought I told all of you I want radio silence until further... Oh, I'm very sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. Maybe you should have put it on the bulletin board. I figure since I... Wax Tony and Marco and his friend here, I figured you and Carl and Franco might be a little lonely, so I wanted to give you a call. How does he know so much about this? Very kind of you. As you are our mysterious party crasher, you are most troublesome for a security guard. Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? Hello all of you wonderful people out there, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Will. My name is Lee. And my name is Carl Winslow. And we have a guest, <laughs> okay Carl, and we have a guest today. Uh, how about you introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are. Hi, my name is Sarah Daniels and uh, this is my first time on your wonderful podcast which I've enjoyed listening to in the past and I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. We're happy to have you. Very much. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Um, why did you decide to jump Very on excited. for this one? Oh, <laughs> uh, because Die Hard is so much fun. <laughs> and it's just like such a great Christmas movie that people just don't appreciate enough as a Christmas movie. The debate so on whether this, or not right? this is a Christmas Hold movie on. baffles my mind. This is absolutely a Christmas movie. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what's why even this better. Is <clears throat> what's even better? Is she's the first woman to actually call it a Christmas movie? Really? Every other girl I talk to is like, it's not a Christmas movie. What? It's not a Chris. Just because it happens on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve doesn't make it a. I mean, yes, it does. I have never, I have never encountered a woman in my life who I've watched this movie with who will come down that this is a Christmas movie. Like for whatever, what? it's too much action. It's too bloody. Oh my god! What? Why is he? Why doesn't he have a shirt on? Why is his foot bleeding all over the place? This isn't Christmassy. This isn't family. That's all the, all the arguments that I hear. Oh, Every I time. don't know what women you guys are hanging out with, but that's just ridiculous. Let me just explain to you how much I feel that this is a Christmas movie, okay? Our church does this big Christmas event every year called Christmas at the Crossing where I play Mary in our live nativity. And since it's kind of boring because you sit there for five hours and just wave at people going by in wagons, I bring my tablet up there and we watch Christmas movies. And so this year we spent the second night watching not just Die Hard, but <laughs> Die Hard 2 in our manger scene with Mary and Joseph and the wise men and a scary baby Jesus doll. So this is it all was, fantastic. It was this amazing. is all fantastically hilarious. <laughs> you lost me on Die Hard 2. <laughs> oh come on! I'm sorry. Well, we kind of. Do you not like Die Hard too? I that movie is so weird. That movie is so weird. It, it with is so many. There is a mannequin that dies by way of scaffolding in that movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, this you're, is coming from the wrong. guy who praises Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die Hard with a Vengeance is an amazing. Die Hard film. with a Vengeance. It's an amazing film. Die Hard with a Vengeance is the best Die Hard movie. <laughs> Absolutely, hands down. It's been so long since it's the I've second seen best Die Hard movie. It is the first it. best. I've never just, seen four and five. Die Hard one is the first best. Nope. Die Hard with the Vengeance is second. Nope. Die Hard two is the third. Jeremy uh, Irons. Live free and Die Hard Jeremy doesn't even Irons, exist. Jeremy <laughs> Irons is the best Die Hard character 
Oh, he is aside so good. from Bruce I'm sorry, Willis. I like. I'm sorry, it's he's Alan amazing. Rick, Alan Rickman is so, way better than Jeremy Irons. I think you're crazy. Oh no! Jeremy, oh no! You're one of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. Jeremy Irons. Please God, no. Jeremy Irons is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I think he is. I mean, he is a fantastic actor. I love all stuff he does. You know. Alan Rickman, though. <laughs> I'm the New York Police Department. Come on, you can't match that. He's just iconic, iconic. And let me just say too, while we were watching this, you know, in our manger scene, um, there was a couple there who had never seen Die Hard, but they knew about it, obviously. And the only thing that they knew Alan Rickman from was the Harry Potter movies. So they saw him come on. Uh, was Wanda McKayla. Oh, Wanda McKayla, yeah, yeah. And so they were freaking out. Because <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, Snape's in this movie? What? He's so young. What? This? And they were losing their minds. And I had to be like, you guys, before Alan Rickman was Severus Snape, this is the role that everybody knew him for. Well, that this and the Hood. sheriff of Nottingham and Robin yeah. Hood, Prince of That Thieves. too, yeah. Carve and then your heart Galaxy... out with a spoon. The... Why, and a then spoon in Galaxy Quest, too. Galaxy Quest, well, was Galaxy fantastic. Quest. Never give up. And he never was surrender. amazing He's in Galaxy, Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. He was so cool. well, I like. He, he was great in Dogma I, and Hitchhiker's I, I, Guide I, I, to the I, Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guide, he's fantastic. As the depressed robot, he's fantastic as a depressed robot. Uh, he is good. I do love him in Galaxy Quest. Oh, sure, it's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> I had five curtain calls, damn it. I'm sorry. It's he is, fantastic. Al Rickman's fantastic. He is, he really he is, is. fantastic. Well, I he just, was. I prefer Jeremy Irons over he Alan Rickman. I'm sorry. Yeah, rip, rip Alan Ricks, rip to Alan Rickman. Yeah. I was sad when I heard that. Oh, yeah. was sad so news. Sad. It was a heartbreaker. Um, it was so sad. So, but no, I thought... Uh, don't get me wrong. Die Hard with a Vengeance is still a fantastic. I, it's so good. There, there's there's so many unrealistic scenes in that movie, which is what makes it so good, <laughs> right? As but the, to all you the cannot deny scenes. you cannot de- deny the amazing chemistry between Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, oh it's fantastic. It's the, the movie was written for them. It's oh, it's fantastic. The back and forth. It's like. The two of them like pulling the race card, but it's like, no, shut up. This has nothing to do with that. Like, it, I think it's, I think it's, the it's best amazing. part of I think the best part of with the vengeance is when the when the manhole cover blows and the water explodes, <laughs> and you can tell that it's a you can tell that it is a mannequin just being launched thirty feet into the air. and at that exact moment. Sam Jackson, or sorry, Zeus, just happens to be driving. driving. Oh, there he is. <laughs> you got a hell of a way of flagging oh a guy gosh, down. I have to go back. <laughs> I have to go back and watch this now. It's, oh, it's literally been like a so decade good. since I've seen oh, that movie. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely I amazing. I used to get Die Hard 1 and Die Hard 2 mixed up, but Die Hard 2 was when they're on the plane. Yeah. That's the yes, plane. That's and the then they plane. go to the church. In the snow, the church. The yeah. church, right. And there's um, that really iconic scene of him, him ejecting himself out of the plane as it yep. explodes. Yes, with the, with right. the, um, the grenades that get launched in at him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I yep. don't know. That, so, <laughs> Die, Hard, Die Hard 2 always bothers me because of the scene with the mannequin under the scaffolding. And then there's this ridiculous <laughs> scene where they're on the moving walkway. And John McClane yes. and another guy are both going for a gun. The gun's a foot away yes. from both of them. 
The gun is literally a foot away from both of them, but the running scene, the running sequence there takes like 30 seconds to complete. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. I hate that scene. It really is pretty stupid. Oh my God. So anyways, so we got uh, Sarah. That's your name, right? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. So yes. we got your thoughts of the first Die Hard out of the way. Chuck, thoughts on the first Die Hard movie. Oh, I love this movie. Okay. I, absolutely. And so, so <clears throat> my, my, so my theory is this, because I hate that they do this. First of all, on Thanksgiving day, the networks always plays, um, on TV. They always play, um, it's wonderful life. Um, why they play that on Thanksgiving, I don't get. But on Christmas Day, they always play 24 hours of a Christmas story. I'm guessing this year they're going to go a Christmas story to the Christmas story story back and forth. They're going to play the two back and forth. Yeah. Why they don't play Die Hard 1 and 2 back and forth consistently for 24 hours is beyond me. Why they don't play planes, trains, and automobiles 24-7, yes. 24, 24 hours on Thanksgiving. 100%. That is the only Thanksgiving movie. 100%. Like, and it's such a good film. Oh my gosh, It's yes. so it's, good. It's fantastic. But Die Hard, this movie is by far one of my favorite Christmas movies, hands down. It's fan, and that's why we even we're even talking about pushing everything else back on our on our backlog just so we can oh, release this it. right we're before Christmas I'm comes out. Yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going it, in and I'm pushing all the dates of everything that we so, have coming up back. This is coming is out this week. Perfect. But Merry what, Christmas, everybody. But what I love <laughs> about this movie, animals. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But what I love about this movie is what there is some unrealistic stuff that happens in this movie. Nowhere near as bad as. <laughs> no vengeance um what like at the end when what's his name comes comes back with the machine at the very end and he comes back out and he's all bloody and then carl winslow ends up shooting him <laughs> you know that guy should be dead he was hanging <laughs> by a chain for who knows how long That's true. um i mean that whole fight scene was on was real was ridiculous but i mean there's a nothing lot there's a lot of ridiculous stuff that happens in this movie <laughs> That's true, but the fight scenes. There's like I, I'm sorry, I'm, I have, I'm sorry, but I my, have to disagree with you for, on here. There's one ridiculous thing that happens in with a vengeance, and that is the manhole cover. Every, almost, the, yes. almost, almost everything that happens in this movie where somebody is supposed to die but doesn't is absurd. It is absolutely mm -hmm. absurd. He hangs off of a vent cover of a vent hole. With a machine gun wedged into yeah, the thing, the belt does not break when he immediately puts weight yeah. on it. It's ridiculous. And then he just magically no, grabs nope. onto one of them with his hands. Get out of here! No, that no, the belt doesn't ridiculous. break, but it somehow loosens up as if there was no tension there enough for it to loosen up. Well, I was, yeah. I was actually asking that question when he jumped. Every watch that a few times. This strap like, can easily ridiculous. hold Bruce Willis and and all two hundred and thirty five pounds of him in that scene. It's it's. Well, that's my question too. Is when he jumps off the roof of the building at the end, and then with the with the with the, hose, with the, hose. Oh, with the fire hose on. with the fire hose. <laughs> How did how did he not fall to his death? Like he should have died. How did the like he should have died at that? How did the the the, the wheel holding for the fire hose not immediately just drag him down? It's just like it, it movie. Oh, I have no idea. Movie. Reason because that movie. was so because movie because movie <laughs> because that's the movie because they had to make the movie. No, unbelievable. I, it's fantastic i do think the funniest part is is when his limo driver that picks him up <laughs> yes. drives into the van yes. and then he goes over to the guy who's the computer guy and he like 
barely punches him. But he falls out and passes out. That's like, not, he's knocked that's out. Not, that's, he's like, yes! That's not the best scene with him. The best scene with him is when there's the chaos going on in the background, and Carl Winslow shows up. He gets <laughs> shot at. The body's on his car. And you just see it in the background. The, the cop car is just going off screen, and he's just in his car, on his phone, jamming to his music. Completely yeah, yeah, oblivious of everything that's going on around him. It's fantastic. It is oh, fantastic. Yeah. Why? We'll get into it, but why when... The amount of people that Bruce Willis kills in this movie, why did he never just take their shoes and put them on? This is well, true. because one guy, because the one person he checked, he's like, the, oh, guy's, right. the guy's shoes were tiny. And there's no way that guy's shoes were tiny. If you look at the guy, the dude the dude was huge. There's no way his feet were that small. Well, Could yeah, you imagine well, him going, according to John McClane, according to John McClane, his feet were smaller than his sister's. Isn't Bruce Willis not a very tall dude? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. I will say this, though. If it had been Uma Thurman, shut up! Oh my God! Ten boxes. Sho- her <laughs> shoes would have fit. We have to do this. Wiggle your big toe. <laughs> this one over here with Uma Thurman and her hands. He could have. He could have jumped in her shoe and rode that to the bottom. <laughs> I would have just taken her gloves and put them on his shoes. <laughs> Parachute. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I absolutely love this movie, though. This movie is fantastic. I think that this movie put, I know it's not his first movie, but this movie, I think, is really what just like, this is what made him an action. Yes. Cattle, like, oh, yeah. yeah, just yes. what made him a, this a is what massive made him an action. Because before this, he was just known for moonlighting yeah. and stuff. And just, I was trying like, to explain comedy, like, this sitcoms. to other people, too. I was like, this would be like, um, I, I don't know, like Paul Rudd. Being, you know, all of a sudden catapulted to like vicious action yeah. star yeah. mode, you know, not Ant Man, but somebody really badass, you know, and stuff. Wasn't... I think that with Alan Rickman though by his side, Alan Rickman kind of gave him that because Alan he's just a good bad guy. He's a good villain. Oh my gosh, yeah, he's a fantastic villain. See, I don't so... know much about Alan Rickman back in the eighties or before this movie. Was he known for like being the villain in like a, a lot of things no. back then? Because yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. Like, Shakespearean stuff, right? Yeah, he started out in the Royal Shakespeare Company doing right. stage theater, right? Yeah, and then he was kind of like sidekicks in a lot of movies. Like he would play yeah. like the second, you know, lead and stuff like that. He was in, um, I think, January Man, and um, yeah, oh, he's geez. never, he's never a main. Character. No, that's that's kind no, of what no, I thought. I never was... thought that he was the main character in any movies. That's yeah, why this was the big one for him. I, the, I'm on Lee's side. I thought this movie kind of catapulted both of them into like the zeitgeist of like pop culture, like especially like in eighty. Well, I look, I look at Alan, I look at Alan Rickman the same way I look at um, Gary Oldman. Uh, Never, they're ooh. very rarely the main character, but they're uh, always a fantastic supporting actor. I, I, in that sense, I agree. But I can't put them, the two of them, in the same category of acting. I, I mean, wouldn't. Alan Rickman is really good, but no, no, as no, far no, no, as no. transformational, like Gary I can't... Oldman blows him away. Oh, yes. As, as yes. A, I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying in the sense that <laughs> Gary Oldman, except for the one movie that he did, he's always a supporting actor. Yeah, he's never the main character, no. and neither was Alan Rickman. He was always a supporting actor, but they're two both actors that don't need to be the main character. I think if they were the main character, it wouldn't be as good to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Um, so yeah, I, I would say, could you imagine just you wake up one day and you realize that your whole life, you were just Gary Oldman playing you. <laughs> you're not really a person. You're just Gary Oldman's character. He created. <laughs> 
I believe it. Being John Malkovich. <laughs> Have you seen Malkovich? Be- Malkovich. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> so so yes, but this is one of his. This I just looking at IMDb. This is one of his. He did some small TV stuff here and there. Episode, 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 yeah. episode. Then he did Busted, which I've never seen, 83. Um, then he did another small movie, another episode, episode. And then this is his first big movie. Yeah, this was yeah. a big deal. Oh, yeah. He did January Man after this, which is surprising because he had didn't have a big role in that. But, yeah. There was another this movie that Bruce Willis did, and I think it came out before this. It came out in the mid-'80s. And I'm 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 blanking on the name of it. I've only you seen it. Hudson Hawk, Last Boy Scout, Hudson Hawk. No, th- those all came out way after this. Were they Last after this? Boy, they yeah, were way after this. It was another movie where he wasn't in an action role, and it was kind of like a Death haunted house. Her? Yes, Death Becomes Death Her. Death Becomes Her. Yeah. Yes, Death Becomes oh, Her. Before that this movie. Oh my god! I thought that, that was before. Was it? I, I thought it was after. I thought it was, was after. It really? When they're, it's I thought kind that of was like, like 1990. It's kind of like a haunted house setting, and there's this one lady up. who got the big hole in her yeah. stomach or in her gut through like yeah, half yeah, yeah. Death, death yes. becomes her. Death becomes her. I could have. That was after. It was. It was after this. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm you just mentioned a great it. movie. If we did, if we did the last Boy Scout, I've never seen it. You've was never seen the, the last Boy Scout. Nah. Was that the one he did with Damon Wayans? Yeah. Never saw it. He's like the whole thing. He's like, I need a light. <laughs> the last yeah okay if we do that I want, a, I want to do bulletproof kind of a bulletproof monk no bulletproof <laughs> <laughs> the one with Damon Wayans and Adam Sandler oh god yeah. uh, Death Becomes Her was in 92 92 oh, wow. Was in wow. In wow okay so I'm yeah. way off. he did his other big thing, uh, aside from the Die Hard movies and Moonlighting, was the Look Who's Talking movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. That was Bruce Willis? Yes. He John Travolta. He was the baby. He was the baby. He's John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. John Travolta. Yeah. Rest in oh, peace, Christy Alley. Christy Alley. Yeah. And Christy Alley. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. She just wow. died. Unbelievable. I about that. All these actors in the last like year and a half have been, been like, knocking off. It's crazy. You yeah, want to know why? You want to know why, Chuck? right? Because we're old, that's why we're getting old, and this is just yeah. a part of life now. <laughs> Not according to Lee. According to Lee, I'm old, and you guys are still doing great. So I think I'm older than all of you. So well, whatever. No worries. <laughs> so Lee, what did you think about this movie? It was right. I was gonna. I was, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was no, gonna, honestly, I'll say this. I was gonna end with well, Lee what? because I wanted to start with a question. Under over fifty okay. percent, this outperforms our "With a Vengeance" episode because for a long time that was like for whatever reason the most popular Dude. thing you and I had done. It was ridiculous. Well, that was really early on. It People were it just loving. Didn't it. Didn't make any sense. It was. It made zero. It was sense. that Superman three. <laughs> it was that in Superman um, three. Like Superman three, I can yeah, kind those of were understand. our top downloads. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet if the three of us redid. Because I wasn't part of the conversation, and I need to be part of this conversation. If you say, if you say what I think you're gonna say, he's saying Die Hard with a Vengeance. No, he's not. No, oh. no he's not. What am I gonna say? What am Are I gonna say? Superman three. No, nope, he's what not. Am I gonna say Superman three. Equilibrium. Yes, you're gonna. We can do Equilibrium. <laughs> equilibrium is a fantastic movie. It's just gonna be us just pooping all over everything you say. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The entire Here's the time. thing. 
We, I'll redo it. You're running it. I'm not taking That's notes fine. for that movie again. I'm not running that That's movie again. I refuse. I'm not even gonna rewatch it. Re you need to rewatch it. Re it. No, <laughs> you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? I'm sure I'll go, your notes will be sufficient. I'll go back and I'll listen to the podcast that Lee and I did on it and just refresh my memory from there. I'm not rewatching that movie. No, you have to watch the. You have to watch the movie. I'm not rewatch. I've already committed to the Lord of the Rings for you. I'm not committing to Equilibrium again. I'm He's sorry. He's never seen sir. Lord of the Rings. What? Yeah. Really? Well, we're doing a marathon up here. <gasps> oh, wow. Good luck, guys. Those Why don't you sell your house. Good luck. Nope, Hurry nope. up and no, no, sell no, your house no, no, and get I'm up all, here. I'm all, I'm all set. I'm all set. I'm all set. My name's in the credits of all three of those movies, you know. Is it really? Yes, yeah. it is. Did you work on the movie or is it just somebody else who's like named after you or something? <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the fan club and... Um, when you were a part of the official <laughs> fan club, you could pay a lot of money and for a certain tier in the club and get your name in the credits. That's so actually kind of cool. The credits of all th it is extremely cool. That's actually kind of cool. Also, you know what? I've got a lot more cool stories, but I don't want to take over the Die Hard podcast with it's my Lord absolute, of the Rings stories. It's absolutely fine because we're just going to rehash the movie and just talk all about it so you can talk about whatever you want <laughs> to. I, I, our podcasts our podcast are 50%... The movie and fifty percent whatever else <laughs> comes out. Right, well, much. I mean, like, I'll just, I'll and just it. say first of all, if you guys are talking about Lord of the Rings, please let me in on that because we have that not committed be to this. I have committed to watching oh, come on. the first well, Lord of the Rings. We committed? We've we've I what we just did with incredible. I have not committed to doing what a we podcast just did with on it at all. <laughs> what we just did with Breaking Bad, we're gonna do with with Lord of the Rings. Oh, we're just gonna do well, a quick. I, I a would quick. love to be in on that. But anyway, so you can really you quick. Can. When I was in the fan club, I actually got the opportunity to go out to Hollywood three times, and attend Oscar parties with the cast, which was incredible. And I got to meet Ian McKellen, that's awesome, Sean Astin. Peter yeah. Jackson, and I'm telling you, one of the most incredible moments of my entire Sean life. Sean Astin? <laughs> yeah. Yes! From, yeah. from Rudy? Yeah. No, I no, mean, no, from Goonies. Well, yeah. No, 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 from, from Encino Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I no, mean, from 51st Dates. <laughs> I made him, I made no, no, him. No, 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 Sean. Jake. <laughs> no, 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 Sean Astin from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I made him cry. <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah, what was it you did again? I what? went up to him, and actually, I didn't meet him in Hollywood. I met him in Boston at the yeah, Museum was, of Science. He was yeah. doing a book signing, and I waited all day in line to see him because I love Samwise Gamgee. He's my spirit animal. Um, but anyways, so I go there. Spirit and animal? I, yes. I, I identify with the character very strongly. A hobbit. A hobbit's an animal. You know? So anyways, so I waited all day in line to see him, and I got up there, and I just said, hey, Sean, you know, I just wanted to tell you, I think you're a really amazing actor and I love what you did in Lord of the Rings. Your your portrayal of Samwise was just so right on and it was so poignant and you know realistic and you really channeled the character so well and I just love what you did and you know it just it was so inspiring and it just made me want to be a better person and I you know said some other stuff and I look over him and he's going oh, wow wow that's so nice thank you so much and he's like tearing up and stuff. you know and he shook my hand and he's like that is thank you so much for saying that that's like the nicest thing i've heard all day which you know was made me feel good let's go um, grab dinner <laughs> so, but, second breakfast yeah, let's go get second, second breakfast bre yes let's get second breakfast but uh when i was out in hollywood at the oscar parties 
best moment of my life, hands down. Me and a bunch of my friends were in a big, like, 15-passenger limousine. We're all dressed in, like, black tie gear and stuff. And we pull up to the entrance to the club where we're having the party, okay? And they, they open the door, and somebody starts blasting the Casa Doom theme music. <laughs> and there's, like, there's like reporters and stuff outside, and they all start, you know, snapping cameras, and, you know, with their microphones. And I step out, and for three seconds, nobody knew that I wasn't famous. <laughs> It was incredible. <laughs> and so they're all like, oh, wait, never mind. She's nobody. Wow. <laughs> but for three seconds, nobody knew that I wasn't famous, and it was the best moment of my life. That's awesome. It was incredible. A close second to that was when I was sitting at a table with my friend, and Ian McKellen walks by on his way to the green room, and he stops, and he goes, he looks at us, and he goes, oh, my God, look at you. You're gorgeous. It must have taken hours. And then he kisses my hand. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, That's it awesome. was really awesome. That is, is it awesome. true? He's, yeah. he's, he's, yeah. yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But it was still it's cool. weird because the roles he plays, you would never think. <laughs> wow. But then if you look at it, imagine him go, ooh, You're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I can see it. Ooh. Or even just go right over to Picard, make it so. <laughs> He did have the softest hands I've ever felt on a guy at all. He felt it was like shaking his hand was like shaking a jar of cotton balls. <laughs> he moisturizes. Ooh. Wow. So my celebrity story is a lot more embarrassing than that. I met John Lithgow <laughs> once at Logan Airport when I worked there. Oh. And did I you walked, Trinity him? Hang on. You... Hang on. Hang on. And I walked up to him and I was like, you were amazing, Matrix. I mean, as, as Trinity and Bexter. I mean, Dexter. <laughs> Trinity. And, you said Matrix. Yes, because Trinity and... Because uh, Trinity. Hang on. <laughs> and, I, and, no I, and I shook his hand and he, was just, and he looked at me and he's like, uh-huh. And I just walked away and that was it. <laughs> You know what? I think oh I think if I ever meet a celebrity again, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna say you were so good in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer or, so, or something totally off. Like they'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, he didn't I once met Steven Tyler. I met Steven Tyler at the Marshfield Fair. He gave me a kiss. <laughs> He gave you a kiss from what ten feet away? No, he yeah, came right. up and hugged me and gave me a kiss. <laughs> this giant lips. People give you and ten other people a kiss at the same time. His massive lips. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, wait a minute. We are going to create one whole human being full of massive <laughs> one body parts. One giant human being. Steven Tyler's lips. With Thurman's hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, Tommy Lee uh, Jones ears. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. So, uh, do I think this? They was actually made a. They wow. made a movie about we that. We just can't get on board with this, can we? <laughs> they made a movie about that. It was called May. <coughs> May. I didn't watch it. Not Maze. I know, but May. I, yeah, I, I never watched it. This it, girl. It's yeah, like a thriller girl, horror. This yep, girl, she. Wears glasses to correct her lazy eye. Mm -hmm. The teacher used to date. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that could control the pupil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she she really wants to fall in love with somebody. So what she starts doing is she starts collecting body parts and then sewing them together and making a live human doll. Oh, May. Wow. Mays. May. It's really bad. Yeah, I remember when that was on the shelves at Blockbuster. That sounds <laughs> so, horrible. But, oh, it's 
awful. This sounds like a bad it's, movie. It was like Jeepers Creepers. I watched it. You we should do a podcast a on it. You, oh, you, you do this a lot. You're just like, I watched this really bad movie. We should do a podcast about it. What, he he says that? <laughs> One time. One time. The rest of the bad movies that we've done are because Lee doesn't tell us they're bad movies. No, it's because I forgot. No, the difference is my movie tastes have changed a lot in the past 20 years. No, they haven't. Dreamcatcher was good. No, it wasn't. You just watch newer versions of those kind of movies. They're just better now. I don't now. watch things like Dreamcatcher anymore. If they redid that movie and they made that movie, you'd I think you would be today. the first one in the theater. I haven't gone to the theater in a long time. Last thing I saw was Multiverse of Madness. So oh, no, no, yeah, that was a little while ago. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, by the way, Black <laughs> Adam is on HBO Max right now. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's go. I didn't. I didn't see it. Was it bad? Dwayne Johnson is a superhero. Well, that's, <laughs> that explains yeah. the whole movie okay. right there. Okay. He's not a superhero. He's an anti-hero, right? He's a like, superhero. He seemed like he was the bad guy in all the trailers. So. Yeah, because he said he wanted to Dwayne Johnson is in spandex. <laughs> and what else is new? <laughs> I mean, hey, from Rocky people... Maivia all the way up to here. Yeah. Some superheroes can pull that off. I mean, Christopher Reeve stood in front of everybody and said, I'm here to fight for truth, justice, and the American way in a cape and tights, and you believe him. That's true. There is The last Boy Scout. Christopher Reeve. <laughs> there is Christopher Reeve is on a whole nother level than anybody else who's ever donned any of those suits. Yeah. It's I, I agree with that. He's in heaven. Yeah. Another rest in peace. I don't, I don't know if I would so, agree with yeah. that. What, that you believed him? No, that, that he's no, that on another he, level. I don't know. I don't know that there, there have been people who have donned a cape that kind of give him a run for his money. Name one. Christian Bale. Well, for that character. For the, no, Christian Bale wasn't Superman. It I doesn't think we're matter. As, as it doesn't Superman matter. No, goes. he didn't say that. He said DC. donned a oh. cape. He said donned a cape. Yeah. Eh. Superheroes. Superhero. But here's the thing. Christian Superhero. Bale. Yeah, but, but, Christian, but Christian Batman Bale. didn't come out and don. He was at night. Christian Bale, though. To go from, hi, I'm Christian Bale, to, hi, I'm Batman. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the drugs going? <laughs> Have you seen that Pete Holmes thing? Where he's try trying out all the new voices until he finally gets exasperated. He's like, <sighs> where are the drugs? Oh, wait, that, that works. What? I just lost my voice. <laughs> he's in his roles I'm with rich. Him. Rich, rich, rich and no, nuts. I'm sorry, but when you said that, that just reminded me of that that audio recording of him having the meltdown on Terminator Salvation. Oh wow! Oh, good for you. Oh, wow! <laughs> didn't he, did we, didn't did, we do did that he movie? Slap his mom no. and his sister on set when he was doing that whole tirade. Something like which one that. He like really had a total. Which one did we do? <laughs> what, what did you say? Three. Twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> we did T3. We did oh twice. My gosh. You did it twice? You yeah, we did it twice. One? Are you another T3 denier? Really? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean T3 denier? I'm asking, I'm asking, no, I'm asking because of her reaction. I'm asking Sarah if she's another <laughs> T3 denier. Like, are you another one who does not denier. like that movie? It, it never happened. No, I, I deny. I don't know. I like it better than some of the other Terminator movies. Do you like it the better Terminator than Salvation? Terminator Genesis made me want to kill myself. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, what? Terminator Genesis. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Genesis is bad. What have you done to this franchise, man? Do you like T3, no, better? Like... Do you like T3 better than Salvation? Yes. Okay. 
Yes, I would say um, they just seem to get progressively worse. What Let's about just Dark say Fate? That. Uh, I was disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I was just that's. Oh, that's hey, right. You came to that because that makes, was my birthday makes party. Drapes. Yeah, yeah. I was. What? I was. He sells drapes now. Yes, <laughs> drapes. Drapes. I am Carl? not effing calling you Carl. <laughs> I'm never effing calling you Carl. <laughs> no, I, I you mean, you made Terminate. me watch that movie. <laughs> you came to my house and you made me watch that movie. The first Terminator is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's in my top three, okay? Wow. I adore that movie. Wow. And, like, yeah. And so, like, and then, like, T2 was was good. Like, it was very well made. I have issues with the storyline just because I'm obsessive-compulsive. Um, T3 was entertaining. Okay, uh, uh, I understand. But here's the thing, though. But here's the thing, though. When it comes to when it comes to no, 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 no. What is the pro? What is what is your issues with the story in T two? What 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 what's wrong here? What's what's the problem? I just feel like everything after the original Terminator shouldn't exist because of a line in the original Terminator. You're making such a face now. Wow. That's, That's what Will does. <laughs> okay. We all do I it. just want to make sure you weren't having a seizure or something. <laughs> it's like, okay, when Kyle Reese is being interrogated by the police, he says, you know, pretty clearly that- Kyle Reese is being interrogated in T2? No, I'm talking about the original Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's being interrogated by the police and he goes, you know, the, the, he's like, okay, so they sent me through after the Terminator and then we blew the whole place. Nobody else goes through. Nobody else comes back. Right. And stuff. And so by that logic, none of the other Terminator movies should exist because they destroyed all the time equipment. They blew their defense grid. They'd won. But here's the thing though, is when you actually have a time travel movie, it resets itself and it creates a whole nother future. It, the timeline skews into this tangent. So, 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 <laughs> his, an alternate. Yes. So his reality. Yes. So his reality. Yes. His reality is done. The T two that comes back is from a completely different reality, and then the same thing with T three, and then so on. They're all end. different. Few. They all I have think. the same. They're all coming to the same where Skynet takes over, but they're all a completely different reality. I think you're also which is having, why it makes it possible. I think I think you're also having the same issue that all three of us have had at one point, where we're trying to apply logic to a time travel movie, <laughs> you're, I, no, which is you're, not you're possible. Not I don't yeah. think that if you can find <laughs> one movie that actually that actually makes time travel seem feasible, I haven't found one yet. I liked Back to the Future. No. There's a whole well, lot probably, of holes in Back they, to the Future. Were, yeah. It was super holy. Starting in the first five <laughs> I mean, minutes of the first movie no, you're where right. it's like Einstein oh, yeah. no, gone. Immediately. <laughs> Where's Einstein for that whole minute? <laughs> Look out! <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Have you got, Oh, man. Have you guys ever... Um, oh, man. What, I'm flaking on the name of it now. There was a guy who had a blog, and then he took all of his blog entries and put it into a book and sold it, like, you know, like, independently published on Amazon. But basically, he goes through the novelization of Back to the Future, like, chapter by chapter. And it's hilarious. It's so, so funny. Basically, he gets to a point, like, 
when um, Marty comes back to the future and he just goes off on this massive rant because he's like, do these people not understand how sex works? Because he's like, it doesn't matter that he got his parents back together. They had to have sex at this particular time in this particular instance to produce Marty. And if they don't, if he's changed everything and they don't do it, then Marty's not going to exist no matter what he does. Yeah. And he just like goes off on this crazy, insane rant. Yep. Yes, that's the butterfly effect. Yes. It's the whole sound of thunder. That one small thing. That time travel movie makes sense. Well, when he, when he goes into his blackouts, it, the butterfly effect. Which one? I butterfly effect. Effect. Butterfly makes effect. Sense? It oh, makes total sense. That movie was insane. Which 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 one made sense? The the, uh, the, the alternate one. ending or the, uh, <laughs> the theatrical <laughs> ending? They both. <laughs> The one where he strangles himself as a as an in, in, the, as womb? A, in the womb, no. or the one where he just says, "I hate you, and I'll kill all your family if you ever talk to me again." And then, <laughs> and then they they smile at each other in, while they're walking down the streets. Not to mention he's playing, going o- through playing that. Oasis in the background. They he's had to end it on a good note with that one. He's but going yeah. through that entire movie, like, and his <gasps> brain is just like slowly degrading into like mush, and you're just supposed to believe that every what? How okay. does that make any sense? That movie at all? is like phenomenon. The whole thing is in his head. He's actually yes. like strapped yes. to a table somewhere yes. insane yes none of that has happened and there's actually like one scene in we that... need to do that hang movie. on and there's actually like one scene john in that travolta's movie best like... movie <laughs> <laughs> haven't we already agreed to do fanatic yes. that is john travolta's they... best movie <laughs> i don't know i think look who's talking is john travolta's best movie wow so it's like you got the baby who's talking and it's like it's like who's talking but it's bruce willis is talking it's like the baby you, it's just really weird hang Sword, on. swordfish sarah have you have you ever seen broken arrow yes oh so long ago that is john travolta's oh, wow. best movie where he gets carried off at the end by the nuke it's amazing <laughs> wait not face off <laughs> Um, swordfish. Ooh, wee, you good looking. Oh my god. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Lee and I, I did love that movie. Cage. One of our first movies. I love yeah. I love Nicolas Cage pretending to be John Travolta pretending to be Nicolas Cage. It's just it's, it's like what? <laughs> I love Nicolas Cage in every movie where he's trying to be Nicolas Cage. It's fantastic. Have you have you watched Have you watched the the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent yet? I still haven't. I oh have my! To, I have to. I okay, have to hold on. Sarah's, to Sarah's gonna see John Travolta's death right now. Oh my god! Oh the, the um. In oh, I haven't seen this in so long. The nuke. I don't think I've seen this since I was in college. Oh yes, the, the nuke. nuke. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's fantastic. Christian oh Slater's god. a. Fa- don't, we should do that movie. Do not, do not say the rest of that sentence. Why? We were just about to say Christian yeah. Slater's a fantastic actor. We was this about to happen? He just really, really likes Robin Hood. He's a supporting. No, I like Star Trek. <laughs> He's in it for five seconds. No, Alone in the Dark. Fantastic, fantastic film. Can Please. I ask a question? Yes. Yes, you can. Uh, how long have we been doing this? Now? I don't know. <laughs> I lost track of time. Were we talking about Die Hard? We're supposed to be talking about Die Hard. And I I, I threw to Lee to give us his thoughts on how this is going to do compared to... And Chuck's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. we just went off into like... You're blaming me? Yes. (laughs) 
Yes, all yes. he was asking me was if I thought this was going to take over was, from Die Hard was, with a Vengeance. It was, do you think this is going to do better off? with a Vengeance? And then what are your thoughts on the original Die Hard? And then you just went. Chuck just, no, we're not talking about that. I need to speak now. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I pulled a Lee there for a second. Watch your mouth. Listen, let's let's move on here. Yes. So let's Lee. <laughs> please. Yes. Tell us your Do thoughts. Do I think this is gonna? I don't know, but I've, I'll definitely say this is the, one of the most lively episodes we've had in a while. Just going off on whatever before even talking about this. We haven't even made the official announcement. We are talking about 1988's Die Hard with Alan Rickman. Bruce uh, Willis. Bruce Willis. William Atherton. Like, name them. They're Bonnie Bertilia. Carl Winslow. Reginald Bell Johnson. You say Van Johnson? Agent no, Reginald Van Dam. Agents K and J. <laughs> the Johnson oh, yeah. and Johnson twins. Seriously, though. I was saying to one Their of my hands friends, must be movie, so smooth. This movie is like they cherry-picked all of the bad guys from the 80s. There's like the bad guy from The Breakfast Club. The bad guy from The Goonies. Johnson. The bad guy from, Wait, the, uh, bad guy from the, the Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the bad guy like, from yeah. the Breakfast the biggest... Club, dude. Um, yeah, Clarence Beaks from Trading Places. Yeah, it's like let's How go with the biggest the guy basket in the Breakfast of Club. He was the principal. He's the principal. Yeah, he's the bad guy. How is the bad guy? Oh, there's a bad guy. There's a bad guy in the Breakfast Club. Yeah, wow. he is. He's just a principal. <laughs> Shut your hole, <laughs> Wen Chung. <laughs> you know the the so, the um the no, no. LAPD. Um, sergeant, chief. yeah, yeah, chief. He's whatever, actually whatever the the headmaster in Van Wilder. <laughs> Good wow. for Van Wilder. <clears throat> you have to. I can't believe you've never seen Van Wilder. I'm you bleeding. <laughs> okay, I'm all right. Bleeding. <laughs> you need to watch Van Wilder, bro. It's like, such a. It's so hilarious. It's it's. It's it's Ryan Reynolds. It's why he became Deadpool. It's Ryan Reynolds being <laughs> Deadpool, de- being Deadpool twenty while years being Ryan Reynolds. We've it's fantastic. You have to do it, bro. You just watch it. Okay. Just take an hour and a half. It's listen, an hour and a half listen, movie. Listen, how much time am I committing to with you? Like, come on. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. It was like just there's twelve and a half hours of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you do the that's, if you do, right if you do the real versions, it's sixteen. Listen, but listen, you've seen the versions <laughs> that I have. Okay, they're the long ones. I'm committing to this. I'm I'm done right and now. And then there's the Hobbit. I have watched a lot it took of one movies movie that you have suggested. Eight hours. <laughs> I have watched a ton of movies that you've suggested, and one of my favorites. That's what I was gonna say this earlier. Is the fight scene in this movie? I my my entire idea of a fight scene, of a fist fight, has been tainted because of They Live. Because of They Live, my entire oh, viewpoint of fight scenes have been changed because of you. Yes. Be- you are ve- and you are very welcome. You are very, very welcome. Let's not forget how you started that podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like, let's not forget I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Loved every minute of it. So again, again, Chuck, contain yourself. Lee, please give us your opening thoughts on Die Hard. For the umpteenth time, it's, Chuck, no more. <laughs> Leave the floor right. yours. It's all right. <laughs> no, honestly, I'll say this. So Die Hard with the Vengeance is the one that I remember the most. Because I definitely watched that one more just because I really love that chemistry between the two of them. Yes. Um, actually, I think I saw, I mean, I think it's, I it's, saw it's with fantastic. the Vengeance before I even saw the, the original. 
Whoa. Oh, wow. Whoa, that's yeah. like watching Ghostbusters Afterlife before you watch the first two. I remember playing <laughs> Die Hard on, I think it was PlayStation. PS1. Oh, yes. wow. Yes. Yeah, it was yes. PS1. I remember yes. you run, you're in the car and you're, you're trying to run around and you're, get there you know, your all time. All three of them. You're either on the streets yeah. of New York in the cab. I forget mm-hmm. the plane one, the plane level, or you're just making your way up through the building, just shooting bad guys. Yeah. It's ama- it was yeah. great. Okay. So... I miss my place. Watching Die Hard. Every time I watch Die Hard, I go, man, this is such a good movie. Like, I keep forgetting. The coolest thing about Die Hard, and correct me if I'm wrong, you would probably know more than I would. It's my understanding that it was a, a script that they just basically were throwing away. Like, that somebody made this script, like, no one's going to do anything with this. Someone says, I bet you we could take a crap, mo- a crap movie script, throw some good actors in it, and make a movie actually work. And it did. It was actually based on a book. It was a that- novel first, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was based on a book, and it, it varies very differently from the script that it turned out to be mm-hmm. and stuff. But yeah, you're right. Um, and this is why Die Hard was kind of, I want to say this a little bit hesitantly, but it's kind of like the beginning of the big, you know, badass action flicks, because that's why everything after Die Hard, you hear, oh, it's Die Hard on a plane. It's Die Hard in a bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, it's like, that's what, what they call speed, Die Hard on a bus. You know, it's like, yep. it's like, oh, like, Die Hard this, Die Hard that. Yeah. It all kind of starts there. Well, you know, it was yes, the bigger than life action film. Yes and no, because um, McTurnan did Predator a year before this. True, but that, I feel like, almost falls more under a sci-fi than straight action. Really? Eh, yeah. Yeah. I would say that falls more on I mean, the action than sci-fi. I'd say the first half, maybe, or the first third. I don't know. Anything with like an alien in it feels like I it would automatically so. fall under sci-fi for me. I guess so. But like I said, I'm OCD, so. <laughs> well, I mean, they tie it into aliens, which is straight up, I mean, that's sci-fi. I mean, then again, you can fight, you can argue that and say that Alien, the first one, is actually just a horror film. Yes. In space, no one yes. can hear you scream. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But well, it definitely wasn't an action film because you know act, female action stars didn't exist before Jennifer Lawrence apparently. So, <laughs> is that what she said? Yes, oh, you didn't geez, hear that. She no. did an interview where basically she was like, "I'm so glad I did Hunger Games because I really feel like you know I really put a face to female action stars." Basically, she said there were no female action stars before she came along and did Hunger Games. I'm like, "Are you stupid?" Like Halle Berry, <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to just smack Linda her. Linda Hamilton, really yeah. hard. Little Hamilton. right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she needed she needed a good little smack. <laughs> wow, that's yep. that, okay. So taking a bad script and putting good actors into it made it a decent movie. Well, the, the whole point, I my understanding was it was just like a really bad script, and like if we get the right director, you know, the right actors. And we push it in the, in the right direction. We can make this movie just like blow up, and it'll be amazing. We just watched that movie. Yeah, called Dreamcatcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who directed that one again? Oh yeah, who's the director of that one? Of Dreamcatcher, the guy who I don't did. Know. You're the one who chose. The guy, it. You talk about the guy who did. Um, I forget, but it was a. Uh, it was somebody who was good. Yeah, it was a good director, <laughs> good writer, good producer. Everything seemed like it was oh, going to be great. Oh, and Morgan anyway. Freeman and his nine foot long eyebrows. Oh yes. my gosh! Yes, we're gonna add him to the to, to our. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we've got. Oh, it's Lawrence Uma... Lawrence Kasdan. Lawrence Kasdan. Oh yeah. Wow. Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the big chill. Wow. This is uh, crazy. Anyway, I'm I'm just I'm happy we we were talking about this. We talked about it last week, and when you guys said, "Hey, 
we all said, let's do Die Hard. I'm like, good, because I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to watch it otherwise unless it was on our docket and ready to rock. <laughs> so I'm just really glad that we chose it because I've been so busy. I'm like, this is the movie I'm going to watch. So I'm watching it like on the way to work, on my lunch break, uh, before I go to bed, just to get through the movie over the past like five days. So I finished it yesterday. The last, It was literally the last three minutes. It was just, just them like walking away under a blanket and like kissing. And I was like, oh, good. Like That was the last part of the movie that I didn't get to finish the day before. So we did discuss that this time next year, Will, we're going to do Die Hard 2. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm 100% on board with this. Yes, come on. Yes, I'm 100% on board with this. We can do Die Hard 2 next year. I still want to see Get Santa, though. I, did, did anybody hear anything about that? Get Santa? Get Santa's the one where Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, you, this, you this keep kid, talking. Wait, this no, kid, wasn't this that mo- called Fat Man? Oh, Fat Man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, it was Fat Man. Okay. Fat Man? Maybe it was Fat Man. No, yeah, Get it was Santa called was Fat a, Man. Get Santa was another one. Okay, so Fat Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one. Okay. So, yeah, the, the hit the hitman's or the, the mafia's son <laughs> or whatever was Something mad. Like he that, didn't, yeah. he got cold did you for say Christmas. The, did you say the Fag Man? Nope. Wow. Fat Man. Fat Man? No one got it. No one got the reference. That's so bad. What, which one was that? Symbolism. The symbolism, yes. Okay. <laughs> we haven't, we've never done any of those movies. Who knows? Saints. I wouldn't, we don't need to do number two. Number, first one's fine. The second one, no. The second one was just, remember this? Remember this? I know. And what blew my mind, have you seen the Boondock Saints movies? No. Okay, so there's a, there's a bartender in there named Doc, and he stutters, and, and he's his, it has Tourette's. He has Tourette's syndrome, and he always like yells out like profanities. He's the same Doc from Fraggle Rock. Really? As Doc. Wow. But he's but he's shouting out profanities with Tourette's syndrome. And the ne- the last time oh, I watched that movie, I was wow. like, that's Doc from Fraggle Rock. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like it's like they though the, the, like everybody wow. who watched Fraggle Rock growing up watched Boondock Saints and was like, wait. <laughs> Will, you've seen Oh, that bends my brain. You've seen Boondock Saints, right? <laughs> yeah, I have. And the only thing that really bothers me about that movie is the fact that Norman Reedus is known for Walking Dead now instead of Boondock Saints. It, instead it, of Boondock Saints. It, it bothers me. They to totally no forgot. Everybody forgets yeah. that he's in that movie. Everybody. And everybody forgets about Powder now. He's a Sean Patrick. <laughs> yeah, but Norman, Norman Reedus did Blade 2 before he did Boondock Saints. This is true. He did. But he was a side character. Yeah. He wasn't, uh, what's his face? Yeah. yeah. Like, that was barely, yeah. Boondock yes, Saints is what made him like... Bob Marley was fantastic in Boondock. Comedian Saints. Bob Marley. Yes. Wow. Not the singer. No, he wow. goes he goes by comedian Bob Marley, so you don't get confused. No, he's credited as Bob Marley in the yeah. movie. But if if you see him written anywhere, they have to put in there comedian Bob Marley. I went to school with the writer and director, uh, his brother. Um, Troy Duffy was the writer, director, and producer of that film. Mm-hmm. I went to school in Exeter with his brother, Tate Duffy. Mm. Um, they lived like half a mile from my house. So it was pretty... I mean, it was based in Boston, filmed in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, well, I eh. think that was that was the big. I think that was really the big start for a lot of the things coming back over towards this side of of the U.S. Aside Most, from Stephen King, true, true, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, Everything Hollywood, Stephen Hollywood King. East blew up shortly after that, and that's right. when all these movies were done. I mean, you watch the Adam Sandler films that come out in the past ten years, and they're shooting them around the block, that's around the he, corner from my old neighborhood. That's because he yeah. lives. That's because he grew up here. Yeah, but but he grew up in <clears throat> Manchester. Right. So why is he shooting in Lynn, Mass, and in like Swampscott? I'm like, that's the train station that was literally around the corner from my house, and there's, you know, okay. David Spade you get hanging a good out. Tax break. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, somebody I knew, they actually. Um, 
they paid for them to move out of their their house so they could pretend that Chris Rock and his family were living in there for <laughs> grown-ups too. Oh, so wow. Like, oh, that's cool. So the house that they're in there, that's like my f- old co-worker's friend's house. Like, that's huh, cool. weird. I love watching movies that are filmed like near places that I know. Like, yeah. like I just went to see that f- the new Fletch movie a few months ago. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh, I know where that is. Oh, I've been there. I know where that is. Which was great. It was a great movie, by the way. I really liked it. And all those films that were filmed in New York for the last 30 years, you know, not the East Coast at all. But that's ever. New York, though. New York is its own monster. Still, it's still the East Coast. I'm talking New England. I'm talking New England, though. New England is, is was not a big hotspot, but now I love Boston's how it went from beer. East Coast to New England. To Boston. Well, whatever. Bo- <laughs> it's either L.A. or New York. It's either know, L.A. or right? New the York. Bar Chicago. Lower and lower and lower. Anyways. Chicago, Detroit, you know, Delaware. Chicago's Delaware. not the East Coast. Delaware I'm in and Delaware. Delaware. No, he's saying it was either L.A. or New York, but he's forgetting the Chicago movies and, you know, Detroit. So can you know, we start with this cities. movie? Because I really want to talk sure. about how underrated John McTiernan is. Like, I okay. don't feel like a sure. lot of people talk about his directing style and, like, the movies that he's, pr- like, put out there. Like, Nomads, Predator, Die Hard, Hunt for Red October is fantastic, Last Action Hero, mm. Thomas Crown Affair. And I don't know if any of you have seen it, but Basic is a really good movie with John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. It's a really good action film. It's really underrated. I recommend that a lot. Basic. It came out in 2003. Oh, yeah, yeah. It came out in 2003. It did not do what it should have done. That movie was fantastic. What are you doing to your camera? He's playing with his laptop. Um, <laughs> so I agree with almost... I've seen most of those movies. Hunt for Red October, the way that that movie was filmed, I did not like at all. Really? I thought the st- I, th- I thought I thought the way that the story was filmed. I thought it, I thought it. Ru- <laughs> it's too. I red. thought the way he filmed that movie actually ruined the storyline. I realized that it was done basically in a submarine for the most part, mm-hmm. but it was so it was it was so dark. Like not dark in the sense of like Batman is a dark film or Joker was a dark <laughs> film. Um, you mean it, you mean bat, like the Batman was like literally dark? Like yeah, like, <laughs> like what's going one on? light bulb. They're, they're missing light bulbs. To watch this movie. Um, yeah. But it was just it was filmed like you could barely. There was so many scenes in that film that you had to like squint to see what was going on because it was it was not it. I, I are you claustrophobic? I, I are, are, are you claustrophobic? Not at all. I don't mind submarine movies at all. Okay. I don't mind any of those things. I just thought the way that this film was filmed wasn't his best. Other than that, I thought I think I think the hunt for October is a fantastic story. Yes. It's a Tom that's not Tom Clancy, is it? I believe yeah. It's not Tom Clancy. Yeah, it's a Tom it was, it is, it was. It's Tom Clancy. It is a Clancy also. film. And it was Tommy yeah. Lee Jones was the main character, right? Uh yeah, Sean Connery and Sean Connery, yeah, Sean Connery and Alec Baldwin. I know Sean yeah, Sean Connery is the big name the six of Sean Connery. Movie. That's right, Sean yeah. Connery. Sam Neill. Um yeah, so I just wasn't a, I was not James a Earl fan Jones. of the way that that movie was filmed. Outside of that, Tim I think Curry. if it was filmed better, it would have been a better movie. Tim Curry was in that movie. Yes, he was. Stellan Skarsgård was in that movie. Yes, he was. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! My favorite and, movie of him still is when he's the father in Exorcist. But hey. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. He's Sorry. a priest. So we, we yeah, but I got the big thing and the big thing that I want to touch on before we even get started on the movie is you go from that. Oh, yeah. Before we get started. And, 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 and John, and then you get to Rennie Harlan, who did Die Hard 2. Uh, and what he did before that was what? Dream Master? Like, wait, he did Dream Master like Freddy Krueger? Yes, he did Dream uh, Master. He did Die Hard 2. Cliffhanger, Deep Blue Sea. Like, wow. Cliffhanger is yeah. fantastic. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Ed Shuck on the edge of his seat. Cliffhanger is a fantastic film. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it is not. We are not having this argument. This coming we are. Guy, this coming from the guy that likes Equilibrium is trying to tell me what a good movie is. <laughs> it's okay, Chuck. I I'm really kidding. like. I really like Cutthroat. I really like Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat. <laughs> and Dream Master. And Dream Master was a fantastic. Was one of the best. Freddy Krueger movies. We need no. to full Dream stop Warriors. Right Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. That was the one done by Frank Darabont. No, yes. The one who did The Walking Agreed. Dead, yes. Shawshank Redemption. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. That's number that was three, good. right? Dream yeah, Warriors. Dream Master was, was after. Yeah, there was Dream. There was, Dream Master was okay, hot so, garbage. So, <laughs> that was the fourth one, right? <laughs> that was the fourth one. Then there was Dream Child. Oh, gosh. Dream Warrior was all the, and all the kids. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Yeah. Dream Warrior was all the kids in the in the psych ward. In the psych ward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With that Lawrence was Fishburne. Amazing. With Lawrence. With Lawrence. He Fishburne. went by Larry. Larry back then. Fishburne. Larry sorry. Fishburne. Yes, that's right. <laughs> when he was Cowboy Curtis. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was, what I was that's what I was thinking of. So I apologize. That was the best Freddy Krueger movie. That was yes, a really good one. It was Except good. for Freddy versus Jason. Welcome to prime time. I like the new nightmare. That was pretty good. That was fantastic. That yeah. was Wes Craven coming back to be a part of it again. Yeah. I like the Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm remake with Warshak. You're the only one who does. I don't like that one. <laughs> That's movie. why nobody talks about it. I so the funny thing is, I I think I actually wrote a Rotten Tomatoes review on that. Um I went into the theater with a notepad to write everything I hated about it. <laughs> When I went to go see it, now, this is how it all started. This is how this did. all started. Of course you did. And I, and no, I, it's not. And I went. No, it's it. not. This is not how this all started. This all started with a foot <laughs> massage. <laughs> context. <laughs> we need context. No here. context. No context. We're just gonna leave that out there. Okay. This all started okay? with a foot massage. It was. It was a drunken <laughs> night. A foot and massage you and I, between it, men. It was, a, it was a drunken <laughs> night, and there was a conversation about foot massages, and that's all everybody needs to know. Okay. The answer is no. <laughs> <sighs> <All right. laughs> so first first scene of the movie is <laughs> I love you, Lee. I really wish I took notes on this. I'll be honest. I I wish I took notes because I'm hoping you picked up on some of the dumb little subtleties that are in this. Such like as like some of the lines. This is some certain of the lines things that happen. Well, not just that, but it's like the the little, um, the I picked little up parts, on like, different later things. On. I don't think I picked up on a whole like, bunch of the of the of the lines or the subtleties that you might be talking about because typically you well, and I right. come from different places when we talk about movies. So maybe absolutely, there's 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 probably going to be things that I missed that you. Well, I'm thinking about the things like when you've got the the Johnson brothers or whatever they're up there in the helicopter. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson, 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 Johnson and Johnson, and he's just and 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 this character who's been so straight faced the entire time. Something's like woo, just like in Iwo Jima or something, right? Saigon. Saigon. Yeah, just like in Saigon. Saigon. He goes, yeah, I was Iwo in middle Jima school. Was World War II. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just. That's when I thought of Agent K and Agent J. Right, but when he says that, I'm like, 
that was not necessary for this movie to to exist. Like, there's so many dumb little lines, and it just goes on, and it's like, why was that even there? I'm sorry. Then you've got... The entire police and FBI didn't need to exist for this movie to happen. Oh, it, it is well, it is typical 100% cliche, all the cops except for one or morons. Right, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. 100%. But it was just, it was... But there were all these ra- random little lines that were thrown in there. Even, even like the henchmen, or even stuff that that uh, what's his face there? Fist with your toes. Yeah, fist with your toes. <laughs> fist with your toes. That's fantastic. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's you know amazing. what I did ye- yesterday? I was making fists with my toes. <laughs> you know what though? That is what set up so much of the movie, though. Yeah, because he was getting used to his feet. Like when everything happened, why he was barefoot? Right. So I'm not, that makes I'm not... that makes sense. I'm Having the entire lie. FBI and the and the cops there, they didn't do a single thing except cause more of a mess. <laughs> True. He kills so not, everybody. I'm not gonna lie. There was a period there was a period in my life where I flew a lot. And I tried this on multiple occasions. Yeah. Never worked. Yeah, you did. No. <laughs> hey, he never claims worked. It does. It's a lie. Never worked. You mean the fist with your toes is a lie? Yes, it's a you lie. The other line. I didn't, you know the other I didn't line. feel any better. Like I felt worse because <laughs> I felt disgusting <laughs> for even trying. Like these, but... uh, these, this hotel room with this nasty carpet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know the other line in the movie I really like is when he's like, "No kidding, lady, do I sound like I'm ordering, ordering an epic a... pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, but like he was clearly in like serious distress. And she's like, "Sir, can you please hang up and use a phone?" This is reserved for um... emergency calls only. <laughs> no. Seriously? And then she's like, "Maybe we could send a black and white down there. Just go check." It's like That's so stupid. You know, maybe. They're so stupid. Why are cops in movies so dumb? Anyways, you know this movie is old because of the way that it begins. John McClane is on a plane with a gun, a teddy bear, with a and gun. He, he, <laughs> yes, with a gun on a plane, and he gets off and he immediately lights up a cigarette inside of an airport. That's how you know yep. this movie is old. Love it. I, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And then in the second one, that old lady's got that big freaking taser in her purse. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I miss oh those my... days. Be able to smoke inside. Yeah. Mood lighting. Mood lighting. Uh-oh. Yeah, I miss... I used to... I smoked for so long, and smoking inside was, like, the best. We... Smoking, I remember... Smoking... It smoking like, listen, listen. Nothing will ever be... I'm, and I chain smoke. But nothing will ever be being able to smoke inside, like, a pool hall with your, with your buddies. Oh, no. It was... Having a beer, shooting yes, some pool. Loved yes, it. Yes, yes. Middle of the game. You're, you're leaning over the table with the butt hanging from your lip, and you're we, shooting. And we are... I'm pretty sure... We are old. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, that my wife and I... When... You're the, who, when you're we were, you're who? My wife and I? What? <laughs> when, we when we were both of age to be in, like, a bar, like, that's right when they started stopping that, like, here, there, and everywhere. And we're like, oh, all right, well, that was short-lived. Yeah. You know, I remember when Denny's, Denny's were like, you can't smoke cloves here. Like, why? It smells better than regular cigarettes. <laughs> you can't smoke a clove in a Denny's? Like, that made no sense. But we'd all sit in the back and have that one smoking table over at Denny's yep. in Salem. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I remember when they had smoking sections on planes, oh, yeah. which I still on wasn't planes. sure how that was supposed to work. <laughs> It's like yeah, this is refiltered air. <laughs> it's oh, like, here, you're gonna sit in here, these ma'am. Front... You and your baby sit right here <laughs> yeah. on this airplane. These front three rows are for the people that smokes, but you know, 
aisles four through 18, they're out of the smoking range somehow. Uh, the smoke knows. I think that all changed when the Marlboro man was like on life support and they're like, yeah, yeah this is not good. Okay. Speaking of that, Will, have you seen Thank You for Smoking with Woody Harrelson? Um, I thought it was Aaron Eckhart, but Aaron Eckhart. Yes, yes. Aaron, Aaron, Eckhart. Woody I, Aaron Eckhart. Sorry, <laughs> it's very different people. I think so. It was a good. It's it was a, a good movie. Fantastic film. Okay. Yeah, it came out when I was working at Blockbuster, I believe. Fantastic <laughs> film. It's very it's, good. He 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 he's a lobbyist. A, he's a lobbyist for the cigarette company, and then you yeah. have the AFT and um, and somebody. Yeah, someone for narcotics, someone for cigarettes, and someone for the from for yeah. the AFT and. Um, they they go around and they're debating on how to like. He's on stage with a guy who has cancer from smoking, and he's on this talk oh, show, and this boy is talking about how he has cancer from secondhand smoke, and the whole crowd hates Aaron Eckhart. All by the he, end, <laughs> at the, so all of a sudden he gets a chance to talk, and by the end of the speech. They're all cheering for him and booing for the kid who has cancer. Yeah. Wow. It's, oh my yeah. gosh. The, the way this, you want to talk insane. about dialogue that is fantastic. Yeah. This movie is fantastically written. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. You so, sold me. This is on my list now. You sold me. Yeah. Watch I have to rewatch. I, I watched it right when it first came out back, you know, remember the blockbuster days where a new movie had like a whole wall, like a whole section was just that movie. Rentals. I remember putting that up there. I was like, okay, yeah. Rentals. Rentals. Ugh. Dude, I've talked about Blockbuster so much in the past. You do. You, you talk about show. Blockbuster about once a week. Yeah. I, I yeah, miss, every podcast. I miss it, yeah. I miss it Almost man. every podcast See, you talk about I Blockbuster. I worked at Blockbuster for three weeks until they screwed me over and I quit. And then I worked at a West Coast video for yes. like three years and I loved that. West Coast video. Yeah, and then I worked at a movie theater for a year, which was great. I actually carded Donnie Wood from the New Kids on the Block when wow, I worked there because I didn't fantastic. recognize him. I didn't recognize him. That's he looked different. <laughs> but yeah, he was pretty amused by that. <laughs> yeah, I got to yell at Mark Wahlberg that his when he was up there on stage singing that it was not a good vibration. <laughs> that's, my that's my celebrity story. It's my, it's my daughter. It's my daughter. You can't talk to her like that. Hey, I'm her father. <laughs> I'm her father. Who do you think you are? Didn't it's the trees? Was it you? Was it's it you? The, the trees. trees. It's the trees. It's the trees. <laughs> you know that's something. We, that's something else that we do on this podcast a lot. We reference the happening at least once a month, and we're just not talking about it. <laughs> the crappening. That's because that movie is so horribly done that it's so fun to make fun of. I kind of feel like we should do it. One. I mean, we did Passion in the Desert, dude. I kind of feel like we should do. <laughs> The happening. I will do the happening with you guys. I'm, so I'm not sorry. taking notes no. for the happening, but I'll do the happening. I'm not taking oh notes for gosh. the happening. Lee, no, nope. Lee's on. Lee's on note. Lee, you're doing notes for the crappening. No, it's not. all you. It has been you're decided. <laughs> it's been decided. We'll make Sarah do it. No, nope. oh, I've never and, even seen that. And movie. Exactly. We'll make you. Seen, if I have to watch that movie, I'm watching the riff tracks version. That's the only and, way I'm going to get through. And you're going to do the entire podcast in Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg's voice. No. Hey, okay. Oh, so wow. M Night Shyamalan makes this movie. Okay. Um. And and I'm a teacher. And you and you gotta believe that I'm a teacher. And right. Didn't didn't oh, they no. argue? Mark Ruffalo was. No. Didn't they argue Mark the Ruffalo whole time was on set was it about Ruffalo? how it didn't make any sense? 
Probably. Probably. They argued. Was it Mark? I remember reading about it that. Made... that. They argued while they were on set. Like Mark Wahlberg was the like the rational one. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. What are we doing? Hey, hey, this is stupid. Why yes. are we doing this? Oh, like, do you know why shout. we're doing this? Oh, it's stand not, up yeah. and shout. Stand up and shout. The pest was on there. The pest. The pest. Okay, so so <laughs> it was on where? What's happening? Oh, John Leguizamo. Okay. Okay. So Die Hard. So I love movies like this that begin with giving you a rundown of all the characters. That way you don't have to go through a whole bunch of fluff. Within the first five oh, minutes, yeah. we learn so much. We learn that John lives in New York. Yeah. His wife is in LA. She took a really good job. He didn't think it was going to work out. So he didn't even bother packing any of his stuff. And now he's out here for a Christmas party. And things aren't very good in the McLean family, uh, so to speak. Right? Like, mm -hmm. Am I on board with this? Thank God she puts that picture down, huh? Yeah. That really, really gave it all away for us. <laughs> oh, my God. He makes it to the Nakatomi building where uh, he finds out that his wife is no longer using his last name. She's using her maiden last name, Gennaro. None of this really matters because things escalate pretty quickly. We get to the party. People are drinking. People are having a lot of sexy time. We get to meet this guy named Ellis who's doing a whole lot of coke. That'll wow! Come in. You missed a you missed a little. <laughs> you missed yeah. Some. yeah, yeah, yeah. You missed some. You, you, you missed some. I, I love how Mister what's uh, the Gotti or whatever his name was. Not Nakatomi, but the Taka the, the, the boss there. Takagi. Takagi yeah. Mister Takagi is just like he's like, oh, this this is her husband, a cop. From New York, you know a cop. Like he's saying, it's like I know what you're doing. Like, cut it out. And even and even John's like, you missed some. Like it's amazing. Yes. It's right amazing. There. Right there, buddy. And the two that break into his office to go and you know have some sexy time, like they're so smart, they just go to the next room over. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like Jeez. what? Pretty much. Pretty much. I love. Sorry. I like how she's encouraging her pregnant secretary to go have some champagne. Have, have a drink. That baby's ready <laughs> to ten bar. It's the yes. good <laughs> That would. That is a line that it's would never 80s. be uttered it's in a movie. It's the eighties. It's the eighties. Exactly. She was probably mm. smoking a cigarette or crack probably. or something at the same time. And the the, the whole build up to it. Do you think this baby's ready for a sip? That baby's ready to ten bar. It's the fantastic. It sets up exactly what this movie's gonna be. Oh my god. Maybe this is something that you're talking about, about the subtleties and how ridiculous things are, Lee. But when yeah. Holly gets into her office and she sees John for the first time, it's the most forced, awkward hug I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's, <laughs> she wants nothing to do with this man who is now in no. the office. <laughs> so a body shake. Body shake. <laughs> <laughs> he tries to he tries to give her a kiss on the cheek and she just awkwardly moves her head away. Like it's yeah, so it's like, wow. I feel kind of bad for him. <laughs> oh my god, they're having a talk. She misses him, and he just becomes a jerk. You miss me, but you don't miss my last name, except for when you're yeah, signing checks. Quickly. Like the whole thing, and they immediately escalate into this argument. Well, at the same time, we see a whole bunch of the bad guys it's arrive. It's very realistic. It's very. It's a very realistic um, view or vision of what marriage can be. What, what we'll say, what a marriage argument can be, because there could be the moments where where the two 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 parties at that point, because they're separated, are trying to be civil, and then they say one thing, and it's just like whoop. 
switch like yep. turn it up to 11 <laughs> <laughs> and that's it you saw her just like immediately change right then and there and you're like okay i mean i i see what's kinda, going on i kind of don't blame her i mean she's the one who extends the olive branch she's like i miss you the kids miss you and she's sincere about it and then he just goes in well why aren't you using my last name well, well hold uh, on hold on hold on i miss you the kids miss you instead of a hotel why don't you just come over and use the spare bedroom at my house? He's not using the spare at bedroom. My... Don't fool yourself. Come on. Come on. Of course he, of course, but that's this how is, she leads is... off with it, though. It's, it... I, I would have a, I'd have a problem with that, too. You would have a problem with the spare bedroom? It's an olive she's branch. Invi- she's like, they've been separated at this point for months, and she's extending an olive branch. You're John I'm sorry, McClain. If my, if, You're the John McClain my in this wife, situation right now. If my wife was like, I love you, I have a spare bedroom for you, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what? Well, I don't know. I thought that it was, I mean, I don't know. As a woman, I thought it was pretty big of her to make herself vulnerable like that, you know, and, and to invite him into her house. He was ready to go stay at his captain's, you know, place and somebody's like retired so out to... here. I'm going to go crash on his couch. She's like, no, yeah, I, I, you can come home, please. So for her to open that door to him, I mean, I, I thought it was. I but as somebody big. who identifies as a woman, when I know she's kidding. What? <laughs> Where are I'm we going? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That was a joke. I'm gonna throw a cookie. No, it's your okay. Face. This is so, fluid. Now, he, is, now he's male. <laughs> now okay. I'm male again. You're right. This is, <laughs> this is about 30 seconds of, ago. He did identify as a woman, but this now, is not that kind of movie. Now we're back. So, uh, yeah, I, Die I, Hard, Blood. I'm guts, surprised action. hasn't been banned because of stuff like that. <laughs> Anyways, so during Free their argument, speech. the bad guys arrive. Holly is called away to give a speech to the troops, and yay, good job, team, and everything. And the bad guys get into the building and immediately go up to the guy, this poor guy at the front desk who's just minding his business, shoot him in the head. A PC whiz jumps behind the computer, closes the gates, locks all the doors, the phone lines are getting cut, you know, and it's just, it's bad news. Things things aren't going to go really well now. And you know what's funny? As I was watching this part and I was like, you know what I love about this movie is when the bad guys come up to the people, they just... They don't ask questions. No. no. They just shoot them. They yeah. just shoot. And then every single time that they're in front of John McClane, they ask questions. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, I Whoops. love Clarence Gilliard in this movie. His character is so much fun. The, 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 um, the computer guy? Wins. The yeah, 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 yeah. It's so much fun because... So he passes it to magic, and then boom! <laughs> <laughs> Two points. He just seems like he's never taking... Everybody, uh, every other terrorist is, like, dead serious oh, in yeah. this movie. But he and is not at all. he's having the time of his life. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, except for these four agents coming in two by two. <laughs> <laughs> the police have themselves an RV. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff, and then he gets decked by Argyle. Oh, my God. So, yeah, the bad wait guys... Wait a sec. So, wait, hold on. Can, well, yeah, whatever. Never mind. No, go ahead. I, I'll, I'll, I go got ahead. issues with that. Well, no, we'll talk about that way later. The bad guys Ugh. come in. There are guns ablazing. They're shooting everything, so now they have hostages. John hears this from down the hall, and he just runs barefoot because he was doing the whole toes thing on the carpet. <laughs> I still don't understand why he has to stay barefoot. I mean, he's in the room. You would figure his shoes are right there. Just put on your shoes before just, you just decide put them on. to run. Put them on. This is not that big of a deal. 
Why? I, okay, I'm just gonna let it go because it makes for an amazing scene later. So, movie. Hans, many amazing scenes. Shoot the just, glass. Just he's barefoot. Shoot the glass. <laughs> just, just, just say. Whenever you have that question for this movie, just say movie, and that's your reason. Yeah. I, I, yes. Every time. Uh, Every sure. time. Why'd they happen? Movie. Movie. Anyways, Movie's we get to meet Hans. Hans Gruber, who is played by, I'm blanking on Alan his name. Rickman. Alan Rickman, thank you very much. And Not he knows Franz every- Gruber, who wrote Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows everything about the owner of this company, Joseph Tatsukagi. Runs down all of his credentials, he stands up, gunpoint and they whisk him away because they need the code to the safe to unlock it he's not giving this up so easily so they just shoot him in the head all while john watches on from somewhere nothing okay yeah well i mean that's you you just took like 20 minutes and just summed it up in like 30 seconds so good for you because yeah. that that took very long time. The whole point was that they want the code. Well, see, to this save. is an action movie, so I'm not going to go through every action right. scene the way that I would if we were going through a drama. That would not make any sense. Well, the thing that th- that's coming up here is that they're not terrorists, but they're pretending to be terrorists, and then, and they're and they're rolling with it when the cops are saying stuff too. He's like, "Oh, what would a terrorist want?" This like we never said we were terrorists, and that's the whole point. <laughs> they're just robbers. They just want to steal the money. They're only there for the money. You're just a common thief. <laughs> I'm an exceptional thief. Anyways, John <laughs> attempts to get some help, so he pulls the fire alarm. But uh, the baddies, they're, they're, they're way ahead of him. They call off the alarm. Han sends them in to take care of this issue that they got going on. And as the cavalry is approaching, the lights go off. They turn around. John is not too happy about this. Here's yeah. something. Except for Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Stevie Wonder? We'll get That's there. That's what he says. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> There's a one guy that comes up with the glasses on and this ridiculous gray tracksuit. Anytime I watch one of these movies, I'm always fascinated by 80s fashion and how ridiculous it was. Why yeah. does this guy have on a gray tracksuit? Why? For what reason? He's not running. He's not doing exercise. He's not anywhere. <laughs> he's he's taking over a building with a gun. Why do you need the tracksuit on? Why does that bother he me so much? I don't to know. Think that he works out. Well, remember the tracksuit mafia from Hawkeye? They clearly weren't yes. working out, bro. No. They weren't working out, bro. No, not at they all. They want people to all, think that they work out. <laughs> For some reason, he thinks he has the jump on John. So he jumps behind the desk to surprise him and just opens fire. I don't know why. I don't know why he just shoots. There's no reason. He, he Whatever. But John surprises him by turning on a table saw, and he runs over there, but he doesn't shoot. No shot this time. I don't know. It, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No? No? Nope. So he's a cop. He's a cop, and it kind of comes out in this scene where it's like, you can't kill me, you're a cop. Yeah, yeah he rules. gets to jump on him, and, they, and, and yeah. they end up in a tussle. They go through a door, down a flight of stairs, and this guy's neck cracks. The sound effect yep. for the cracking <laughs> of the neck is amazing. I love it. Yep, it's pretty good. Yep. Anyways, takes good. his radio, takes his bag, takes his machine gun, uh, but he can't take his shoes because in his words, I got to kill the one terrorist with feet smaller than my sister's. Yep. Now, again, that dude was pretty big. How are his feet smaller than Bruce Willis's feet? I don't know. Blows my mind. I don't know. Blows my mind. It was just to make the movie. I'm surprised that's what blows your mind right now because we're coming up on something else that you've talked about before. 
Yes. He puts the body in an elevator and sends it down. John is hiding on top of the elevator so that he could take yeah. notes. And written on his gray tracksuit jersey is, now I have a Mary machine Jesus. gun. Ho, 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 ho. Why? Why? This is the only issue. This It's the only real issue I have with this movie. He has the element of surprise, and he just throws it away. You kill the guy. Take his radio, make a couple of noises like in uh, Hot Fuzz, yarp, 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 yarp. you know, <laughs> and just make sure, you know, make it seem like everything's okay, whatever. You have the element of surprise a little bit longer. If they catch you, they catch you. But at this point, he's like, let me just send them a body and let them know I've got a gun and I'm on to you. It's like, great. He just set everything in motion, he could have taken them out a lot quicker if but he like, didn't do he's this. he's going to know that somebody else is there anyway because these guys have gotten shot, though. So they know that somebody's there and that he shot them and the gun is missing. So Which guys? He shot the guy... The, the Wait. Did, he shot the guy that he took the, the gun from, didn't he? Both no, they fell down the Two flight of, of stairs and his neck broke. Yeah. Wasn't there? I could have sworn there was somebody else that he shot. He's, no, they're getting the guy who that's so two, no, so two, no, so hold on. This so is the first guy. No, the first guy. No, first guy. The first yes. guy gets shot. Okay. Because the guy whose what? neck snaps comes up, and then he's talking to him, and then what's his name's brother, the blonde guy, comes behind him, and Bruce Willis shoots him in the chest. He dies. Then he tussles with the guy who falls on the stairs and breaks his neck and takes his stuff. He kills two people at the same time. This is for later. The very first time. No. Yes. That's the very first two that he kills. No. It's the very the first, first two guy, people that fight. The first, the first guy that he kills is this dude, is this doofus in the gray tracksuit. And then there's yeah. nothing. He's in the elevator. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. And then later on, when he's trying to radio for help, then the two guys come up. And then he kills right. them. You get the whole scene with them in the table. No more table. When you have the yeah. chance to kill somebody, oh, you take okay, it. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for the advice. Thanks for the yeah. advice. <laughs> yes. That, okay, that part, was... that part, that scene really makes me mad because he's sitting there. He can't shoot through a table at Bruce Willis, but Bruce Willis can shoot the table at him. He sees him crawling. Yep. Like the, the, the table yeah. winds in the office and you see Bruce Willis clear as day crawling. You can't just shoot around like, I don't, yeah. You're right okay, about this. I was getting confused. I thought that the scene with the table was before no. the guy. The first, the first, no. Bruce Willis, okay. no. John McClane's first okay. kill in this movie Just is them going together. down the stairs and him cracking his neck. That's the first kill. And then you get the whole shoes thing. And then uh, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. To answer your question yeah. about why give it away, it's uh, to me it's obvious. I think he's just trying to get in their heads. That's number one. Number two, he needs a reason. I would to rather get... get behind them and shoot them. But, number okay. the, the second reason is he wants to be able to ha have the element of surprise by being on top of the elevator while he's looking down on them talking about what just happened to get a whole bunch of information that he's taking notes on. Could have shot them there. So I think he's smart though because he's actually having the conversation with the cop and they're all listening and he's telling them everything that's going on. Oh yeah. That's going to really piss off Hans. It, it does. Well, yeah, I mean, it seemed like it was pissing off the other guy more than it was pissing off Hans, because he's like, he's telling them everything. And then Hans <laughs> is like, so what? We're just, we knew this was going to happen. Sure. Whatever. 
So we <laughs> skip forward a little bit. Now John is on the roof. He's trying to radio for help. And we talked about this earlier. The dispatch woman <laughs> on the other end of this radio is so stupid. Sir, this line is reserved for emergency calls only. Please hang up and dial 911. And then you get, uh, you said it. What does it sound like? I'm ordering a pizza? It was amazing. <laughs> Why? Lady, I sound like a butter at the pizza. Oh my god, it's amazing. It is amazing. And I don't care. I don't care if you're a cop and you have any intelligence or you're competent in any way at all. You know what gunshots sound like. She hears the gunshots right. go off in the background and, like, and she sends <laughs> one cruiser. She sends one cruiser out. That was yes. Very dumb. Very ditzy. Send a black and white over there. Like, it's a gunshot, lady. Do you not know what gunshots sound like? And you're sending no, one? multiple. It was machine gun shots. Yes. And the fact that they'd already had a disturbance by sending a fire truck out there, and even though they said, oh, our alarms have been going wacky, you know, and turned them away, yeah. that already should have been like a little red flag yes. there. Like, hey, there's activity. There's something happening. Yes. Right, right. Yes. Yes. But so they send an officer but. over there to check things <laughs> out, and it is Sergeant Al Powell, played by Reginald yeah. Ben Johnson, Carl Winslow, Bell Johnson, who's in a convenience store buying Twinkies, and says, therefore, <laughs> his wife, who was pregnant, and the cashier is not buying the story at all. And neither am I. Is, proceeds to list all of the ingredients. Of yes, the later on. From he lists all the ingredients. <laughs> like, yellow dye, number five, and sugar, everything a growing boy needs. It's, there's no way in the world these Twinkies are for his wife. These are his Twinkies. I don't believe him either. Well, I love it because it, it makes me think, because he talks about later on like what he does. He's just a desk jockey at this point. And like he just sits there. On like these really like boring nights, just reading the back of Twinkies packages, and that's why he knows all this stuff. Yeah. Not because he's really interested in Twinkies, no, because he has nothing else he to do when he just sits there in his do. car. Nothing better. But in to Die do. Hard Two, there's this shot of him sitting at his desk and it's covered in Twinkies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, hey, if your neighbor was Steve Urkel, you're doing the same thing. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'd be having they, something they should, a lot stronger than Twinkies if Steve Urkel was my name. They should do like a crossover, you know, edit where it's like the guys fall off the roof and he's just like, no, I do that. <laughs> oh, my just God. Throws him off on, onto the car. <laughs> and it's just Steve Urkel up top. <laughs> Sorry, Carl. Okay. So, <laughs> so this massive shootout is going on on this roof. Typical action sequence, whatever. John is being hunted, and he escapes into a vent shaft by wedging his machine gun into the entrance of said weight shaft and then using the buckle of the machine gun to just climb down. Why does If you've got break? nothing else, no. Why doesn't it break? Why doesn't it immediately Movie. break? Movie. No. <laughs> No, that that's the scene I think in the entire movie out of everything insane that he does every crazy action scene that is the scene I have the most difficulty with I'm yes. just watching it I'm like no my dude no there's a no way to way. live for your die hard when he flies on top of a jet jumps off and slides between two pieces of highway yeah that's realistic yeah, that's yes, realistic. That's, that's realistic. like right up there with that scene from the original Mission Impossible where he like is propelled by the explosion from <laughs> yeah, the helicopter. From the helicopter onto the plane. It's just like no. Every no. action scene in Mission Impossible and every Tom Cruise movie is realistic and true to life. Yeah. And and he's and he does all his own stunts. <laughs> because 
That one was for you, Will. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man. So, yeah, I don't know if you know this or not, Sarah, but I am not the biggest fan of Tom Cruise. So anytime Chuck gets the opportunity to take a dig at me for this, he'll take it. I, I... But he enjoyed Maverick. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Maverick you say really that. Good. You say Maverick. that like you never take digs at me for the people I don't like. Oh, I will <laughs> like dig at you all day. You don't like Leonardo okay, DiCaprio. Okay. Who doesn't like Leonardo DiCaprio? Hey, I'm I'm coming around. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming around. Just barely. You're so, coming around on so, Leo at about the same speed I'm coming around on what's his name? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> the one we were just talking about. <laughs> See? Anyways. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that, that guy. Anyways. Where was I? Yeah. So he's crawling inside this venture. Oh no, he doesn't just he falls. He doesn't hit the oh. vent chef he was aiming for. He falls like several stories down and then with his fingertips grabs onto the ledge of one of them. And because just, he secretes he's pine tar from his hands. <laughs> he's fine. It's ridiculous. Nothing. Spider-Man. Ridiculous. He's, yes, yes. He's Spider-Man. Yes. So so here's the thing. Here's the All thing about this. This, this, this. The point that I wanted to get at in the beginning, but I forgot. Yes, make it make sense. What I like about... What I like about this, well, no, it doesn't make sense. It's pure dumb luck. It's pure dumb luck is this, is this whole movie because he does not have a plan. He is not an action hero. He's just a cop because if, he if he was more than that, then he wouldn't have been sneaking around. He would have gone in there and be like, you know, Schwarzenegger just blowing everybody away without a care. <laughs> but, the thi- but the thing, yeah, commando. Commando. <laughs> commando is amazing. The body count commando in Commando was... is fantastic. Oh I thought you said you'd let me live. I lied. <laughs> hey, where'd he go? I let him go. <laughs> but Don't touch my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like he comes in. He's he he really pulls off the I'm an annoyed New York cop stuck in this situation and all I can do is what I can do. And he's stuck and when he does this the dumb thing in the air duct, I'm looking at it saying, Man, <laughs> if I was in the position, I would do the same thing because what else does he have to do besides sit there and get shot? He's trying to escape. It's like, well, what do I have on me? You know, he's he's kind of MacGyvering with whatever he's got. Now, the fact that he caught his fingers on that is pure dumb luck. But I think about it, I'm just like, man, if you've got nothing else to do, you got nothing else, you know, you, you're going to die anyway. May as well launch myself down this elevator shaft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Why not? <laughs> yes. And I really love your line. He becomes Spider-Man. I never thought of yep. it that way, and I'm never going to be able to look at it any different from now on. Thank you. Thank you very much. No problem. Anyways. No problem. So he makes it, he makes it, he's safe. They're, they're still hunting him. They don't find him. He makes it back into the office where Takaki was killed before. Goes through a shootout where, for some reason, the baddie can't shoot him through the table. I, I still don't know why they can't shoot him through the table, but they don't. He gets the upper hand on him. He kills them. And that's around the time that Powell arrives. He takes a look around downstairs, says the hell with this, <laughs> turns to leave, and uh, this... I love this. I love this scene. It's so great. It's so great. I love this. It's amazing. He sees, John sees him getting ready to leave, and he's not having this at all. This is not happening again. Throws a body out the window that crashes onto the top of his squad car, shoots his squad car, and then screams, Welcome to the party, pal! It's fantastic. 
It is it fantastic. Really is I'm going to wait for Lee to get back because I want to know how he feels about that scene. And I'll edit this out later. Chuck, no, thoughts I on Welcome to the scene. Party, pal? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I should have just. No, I was just going to say, I do love that scene because at that point, I think the tension has built up enough to where it's like he's tried to get help. Like, he's tried different things to get people in from the outside into the situation, and it hasn't happened. Like, he's tried getting the, the doing the fire alarm and getting the fire truck there. That doesn't work. He's tried calling the cops on the radio, and the lady shuts him down. That doesn't work. You know, and stuff. And so now they finally get this black and white car over there and stuff, and he's about to leave. And you can tell he's so freaking frustrated. Yeah. He's like, he just wants to get somebody in here to help him yes. and stuff. And so there's, like, a terrific, like, tension relief when... And, I mean, uh, and of course, it's like done way over the top because he like drives his car backwards, you know, like a drug over a drop off and stuff like that. But you're like, finally, let's get some cops in here to help this guy. And he's not doing it all by himself. You know, so so I yeah. go back to the cops did nothing in this movie. No, True. no, they didn't do anything. You could you could have had no cops. The you could have had no cops in this movie. <laughs> You could have had no cops in this movie at all, and it had the same result. No, they couldn't have uh, gotten to the uh, FBI. Th- well, the FBI cut the power they so they nothing. could get into the safe. So the actually, FBI they did enabled nothing. the thieves. The FBI blew up. That's what happens to the FBI. <laughs> they do nothing. I'm sorry. The, the FBI and the cops have no real role to play because if Except it wasn't help the guy, the guys into the into the vault. That was a, that was a plan B. They already had a plan A. They still would have figured it out without the FBI. And yeah, the cops, there was absolutely, they did nothing. They absolutely did nothing. Um, I I think that, I think it's funny when he's watching, when he's watching the cop, when he's watching Carl go around the thing, he's like, man, who is this guy? He's like Stevie Wonder. He's driving. He's just going. He's driving this car, Stevie Wonder, because of how slow he's going. It's, it's how slow yeah. he's going. It's fan- and then this is when the the limo driver starts seeing. You can Our see guy. the shot behind you know his limo as the guy's just cruising back. I'm sorry. I don't know if a guy, if I'm chilling out in my car just whistling <laughs> Christmas music, and then some dude falls thirty stories or so and falls on the hood of my car. I'm cruising backwards for a while. Like, I, I'd i be peeing myself. I'd be, I think be crazy. Probably well, he does like cruise backwards for a while. He, like, drives like off the side of the cliff. Well, not cliff, but, like, the, the, the ramp or whatever it is. And now it's done. Lee, you just got right. back here. Thoughts on I, I Welcome so to the hard. Party, pal? <laughs> it's the best part. It's the best part of the movie. Because it's just like he's trying to prove his point the entire time. He's like, no, get away, get away. It's like, no one's listening to him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, let me just toss a dude out the window. And <laughs> all right, there we go. But I love, as I mean, I was just jumping in there. The way that Carl, I mean, I'm going to call him Carl. I forget his real name here. But Al the, way, the way Al. that, yeah. whatever. Al. The way that he responds is perfect. He's I, I don't even remember what he screams. He's like, ah, yeah, 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 just like just <laughs> driving like a maniac in reverse. And it's and it's it's perfect. What it I, is perfect. What I want to know is at the very end of the movie, I mean I know we're not there yet, but when he walks out of the building, he knows who Al is like right away. Of course. Like how? It's a bond. <laughs> a, it's a th- this is my all i've heard this is this is all i've heard is your, this sir it's a bond oh wow all i've heard is your <laughs> voice for the last half an hour well a couple hours 
I come out. I don't hear your voice. I see your face. I know it's you. Well, then like, I just, the only, listen, he's, go ahead. He's the only guy smiling at him. Yes. That's how he he's standing there in profile, <laughs> smiling at him. Come on. I'm sorry. No. He saw him Everybody from a distance when he, threw, when he threw a dead body at him. He saw him. Yeah, he saw him <laughs> from a no, distance. Seriously. <laughs> No, seriously, everybody else is looking at him like this whole night is your fault. You just trashed an entire building and this is all you. And Al's the only one sitting there smiling yes. at him like, my man. Mom, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll get back. I'll, I'll, I, I have some some words to say about the end of the movie when that happens, but we'll get there. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah we'll get there. Yes, we'll get there. So I just want to point out right now, I'm going to I'm going to save this moment that you're you're going on, Chuck. You having a problem with this. When we do Equilibrium, <laughs> if you hang on to thinner threads in that movie, I'm going to bombast you. I'm just letting you know no, now. No, no, no. We, no, 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 yes, no, yes, no, yes. no. Yes, yes, yes. We, 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 we had a whole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to owe you $100. I promise you. I, I need to know more about this. Okay. So have, have you, you watched have Andor? You, have you watched Andor? No, I haven't had a chance. Oh, you can talk about it yet. Then. You wouldn't right. know. So, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. In any movie or television show where male and female share look and moment, what does that mean? Like, like, I... I if I they're the bad guys. No, 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 no. If any... Fine. It, that bad changes guys, good guys, everything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't... Bad guys, good guys, it doesn't matter. If a male it and a changes female everything. share a moment and a look and one saves the other one for sh from, from certain death, what's going to happen? They're going to wind up together or something, I would assume. And what if they're the bad why guys? Chuck is going to owe me $100. <laughs> Not when they're the bad guys. Why would bad guys save each other? When this, when a woman stares at a man's lips like this for about five straight minutes, seconds, seconds, and they're the bad guys. She's on an upward, she's on an upward path in her career, trying to prove something, and she's working for the empire. Actually, she's not going to put that aside to date some low life who lives with mommy eating cocoa puffs. <laughs> Come on. I, I'm sticking to this. And if you guys want to sit here, because your first thing, Will, was they're going to kiss by the end of season one. I was never wrong happened. about that. I two, admitted to this. I admitted two, to this. Two, I admitted to this. Two if, they were, two, if they were going to do it, they had the perfect moment in the last episode, and they did not go for it. Case closed. End of discussion. Listen. As Next year, as you're going to owe me 100 bucks. As far as I'm concerned, they're still in that room looking at each other's lips longingly. They walked away. She walked away. They're 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 gazing into each uh, other's no. eyes. They're looking at each other's lips. This is, dude. No, I'd have to agree that that is like pretty much almost a trope when people are staring at each other and stuff like that. Name then, a movie where they do that with the villain. Uh I got gosh, plenty of time. See. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It does matter. It a hundred percent matters because that is a common trope for the good guys when that stuff is happening. But you so you're saying you are saying that nobody could ever do anything that hasn't been done before. No, I am saying that that's that they don't do that for bad guys in this type of setting. It's not going to happen. Now it what I'm happen. saying. Now what I'm saying is. After the shootout happens and we get the welcome to the party, pal, scene, there's chaos in the streets below. 
we're moving on. We've we we we're, we we have plenty of time to argue about this next season, Chuck. Oh, <laughs> not next season. We have the entire year to talk about it. So, anyways, it will so come now, like we like we talked before, there are two new dead bodies that John killed, and he's going through their bags. He finds C four. He finds detonators. He finds cigarettes. He's a happy person right now. And Han learns about these two men being dead. Oh, but one of them had the detonators, and now it's a whole big deal because they need them to do the kaboom at the end of this movie. It's fantastic. So, well, go ahead. That kaboom is made by one stick of C four. One. Oh. Yeah, he only finds when he shops well, it to the when he shops it to listen. the to the computer. Listen. One stick of C four. We'll That's there. all he had there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. He had the detonators. Yeah, he, he has the. No, detonators. no, 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 no. When he blows up the third or fourth yeah. floor. Yeah. Yeah. He only. Yeah. Yes. That was one. Yeah. Yes. That but was, they had the whole roof wired with. They I the get that. Yeah. When he, when he. But when he drops the computer down the elevator shaft with the one stick of C four, right? and you see the entire floor of the building just explode. Yes, and they're like, "There's glass everywhere. There's glass. There's glass. Like there's glass." I don't everywhere. care about glass. Like, I don't care about glass. <laughs> one stick of C four destroyed that. They in- said it once. It was just that they made that out to be the big deal. Right. What I'm saying like, is, I don't care was- about glass. Get the other guy back on the phone. You're, you're stupid. There's one. Stick of C four did all like it like it blew up like six times. That would never have happened. It's a massive explosion. Too it's big mo- for one stick of C four. It's a movie. Maybe that was the floor they stored all the oxygen tanks on. There you go. We don't know what was on that floor because <laughs> you said it was multiple explosions. Well, then it must have triggered something. Yeah, all up. those office chairs just blew up. <laughs> Boom, they were boom. highly flammable. It was the eighties and textiles and stuff, you know. It was a Schumacher film. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, this, is, this is actually a Michael Bay film. <laughs> we're gonna so so well, in, Michael Bay so, wasn't the director in no, this no, no, movie. It was, he was, it was just uh, it was Schumacher. So when the Batmobile <laughs> drives through this wooden wall, what should happen? Oh, explosions! <laughs> 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 oh my god oh man <laughs> how do you take any movie and make it an action film just make explosions in it just insert Michael Bay there you go yeah pretty much what is your issue with Bay we've talked about this <laughs> we've talked about my issues with Michael Bay <laughs> boom, boom, island, boom 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 like, boom 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 movie <laughs> That's all he does. That's all he does. That's every single one of his movies, except for like Bad Boys. But every movie is like boom, 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 boom. A slight, a slight edit. Will it's it's actually boom, 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 America, boom, 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 America, boom, 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 boom. Okay, America. Kablam, America. I'm not touching this one. <laughs> Do you watch epic rap battles of history? Used to when the first came out. Did you see the no, one? Did, did you see the one where they brought in Michael Bay? No. You need to. <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> Anyways, so there's a lot going on right now. Powell reaches out and says, "You know, 
the person who radioed for help, you know, reach out, blah, 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 blah. John gets on the wire and basically gives him the rundown and says, yeah, they're European, judging on their clothes and their cigarettes, and they got all kinds of explosives, yada, 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 yada. News station finds out everything that's going on, and now they're on the way, which uh, is fantastic. More LAPD Nimrod show up, and they're just going to dumb up the works for everything in this movie from this point forward. This guy, the, the, the bad guy no. that you claim from the Breakfast Club for whatever reason, he shows up. <laughs> I don't. I still don't understand the, the, why you think he's the bad guy in the Breakfast Club when he was just the principal. The, he's the antagonist. Yeah. The news. Mean. That's the bad guy. The Sorry, antagonist. The news anchor actually causes more issues than the police oh, do. William. Adderton. Well, because yeah, he's the, eat it, Harvey. <laughs> I mean, they're the somebody should put, put a actually, bunch of popcorn you know in what? his house. That's and the blow one. It. <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one uh, good thing that I'll say about Die Hard Two is he was actually a lot better in Die Hard Two than he is in this movie. I love him in Die Hard Two. Oh. Who the news anchor? What just oh. happened? Froze. He froze. Uh oh. He lost him. You guys just Willie. completely cut out. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Did William Atherton ever play anybody oh. nice in the eighties? All I can remember is him playing jerks. No. No. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything besides that. I mean, even he was technically the bad guy in Biodome. I mean, he does it well. Biodome. It's just like, I just, all the memories I, that I have of him in movies is him, him being snarky. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what is the magic word, Mr. Franklin? <laughs> Please. You're back. Yay, you're here. Yeah, I'm back. We kept going. Wow. Oh, you did. We were just talking about how we couldn't think of any movies at all where William Atherton actually plays a nice guy. Neither can I. No, he just plays jerks in all Always. of them. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. But he does it well. Anyways, I mean, I have true? to give him that. Yes. He really this does it man well. has no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's just, he is, he's bad in this movie, man. He's just a mean guy. <laughs> As I was saying, the LAPD show up and things are not going to go really well. They get ready to storm into the building and things, they, they, they don't go their way because the bad guys, they're down on the ground level and they're ready for them to come in. They shoot at them. They blow them up. They're not listening. You even have Guy telling them, hey, get your men back. Things aren't going to go the way. They guys not listening at all. More bad stuff happens. You get Computer Wiz over here, who's now the eyes, and he looks out. Oh, now the police have themselves an RV, and you see this giant <laughs> tank coming down the street. Like, and it's driving for what it feels like miles. From like 10 just, miles away. <laughs> yes, just on an empty road, just coming barreling straight ahead. And what I find hilarious about this is when it hits the building and it approaches, it actually gets stuck on the stairs if you pay attention. It can't go any further I love than it. that. It's, it's, no, I love it. Oh, what is that? <laughs> so they shoot it with a missile launcher. Yep. Bam. Yeah. RPG. They, sh it they, shoot it, they shoot it with an RPG. They shoot it again with an RPG. John says... And the funniest thing is, is you actually see... You see the four guys who got who were in the tank on the side of the building like... Yeah. And he's sitting there <laughs> screaming as it's, as it's burning. Yeah. 
Like, oh, yeah. don't run, don't run away, don't don't run away. Yeah, no. And this is where John loses it and says, "Okay, whatever." And this that's when he takes the C four and straps it to the computer and drops yes. it down. Yes, John right. wants everybody to basically back off from the building. This isn't safe. He needs to do something, so he does. He reaches in that bag, grabs one of those sticks of C four, shoves three bullets into it, straps a CRT monitor and, to a chair, and and then, launches it down. <laughs> launches it down. The anticipation. <laughs> launches it down an elevator shaft and boom goes the dynamite. Boom goes the, the dynamite. dynamite. Unbelievable. The explosion is fantastic. <laughs> it is and ridiculous. I, I so it, it blows up. It looks up. amazing. Yeah. It looks, fan- it looks incredible. <laughs> Even when the fire is coming up the shaft and the explosion happens like outside the elevator door it and really John does has to good. like jump back and do that roll. Like the visual is fantastic. For 1988, like practical effects. Oh, it's fantastic. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. He would have died. He would have died there. Well, he would have died several places. I mean, he <laughs> got engulfed at least, by he, flames. at least he would come back looking like Neo, you know, <laughs> like when he wakes up. Because there's no way. I don't understand these movies where people get like so close to fire and their hair is still perfect. Okay. Actually, they made a joke about that um, in, in Animaniacs when they, when they did, they made fun of Die Hard. They did this whole episode where Slappy the Squirrel kept walking into different movie sets and it was like, it was Speed, <laughs> then it was Die Hard. And he comes up, he's like, yo, yippee, yi, yi, yo, 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 yi, 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 yi. She goes, wow, what dialogue. And then <laughs> it, he goes over there and he, he falls off the building. You know, because he jumps off the building, and then he goes, "How's my hair look?" <laughs> <laughs> With his famous line too in that in this movie, it was not where I remember it, and it's right. so anticlimactic when he says it. It too. really yeah. is. I'm like, it doesn't belong there. He Yippee says Kaye. it. He's like, "Yippee Kaye," and he just walks out the door. And yeah. I'm like, oh, well, it's was... like... in fact, in fact, Alan Rickman's spot where he does it fits it was better. better. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just one of those random lines I think that people just picked up on. I mean, like in the original Terminator when Arnold Schwarzenegger says I'll be back oh, yeah. it's a total throwaway line like he just leans over and says it and then leaves it's not you know in, during this big you know like intense scene or yeah. anything like that but it was, for some reason people just picked up on it and ran it stood out more when he came, when he comes in T3 and goes I'm back yeah. <laughs> the best thing is in Expendables when Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. is fighting beside Bruce Willis <laughs> they switch lines and Arnold Schwarzenegger goes yippee Kaye, mother and then Bruce Willis goes I'll be back. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, so, but he got in. I love how he, because he saw the explosion coming up the elevator shaft and he moved right as it came out of the, the door, that saved his life. Yet yep. he was completely engulfed by flames. Yes. Completely yes. engulfed by oh, flames. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And not a hair on his body was harmed. Nope. Not one. I mean, he. Do, I'm. I'm. I will say, out of all the action movies, he. This is not like James Bond, where he his suit is still nice and pressed. He is beat Wrecked. to shreds oh, by the end of this movie. That's what yeah. I was so getting, I will like he, say that. I will give him that. They I mean, do a good job with that. That, that was, was, that was the whole point of, of him. All of these movies. <laughs> I love it. That's He's, the whole point of of him. Is he is the everyday cop who just. You know, have you oh, seen? Not have you cop, seen? But he's not. <laughs> have you seen Arnold Schwarzenegger's Collateral Damage? I didn't watch that one. So he's a firefighter, and he yeah. has no. And his kid, his wife, and kids get killed. Yep. By terrorists on like a, on like an airport or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So he actually goes to look. He's just a, a father who happens to be a firefighter who's just ripped because this terrorist 
So he goes he's down. He's ripped because this terrorist? He's mad. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant that's why he was ripped. No, like, he's ripped because this terrorist <laughs> killed his family. You know, his family was a collateral damage. Yeah, it was a collateral damage, yeah. And then Tom Cruise shows up, right? And he's sitting in the back of the limo with <laughs> no. like white hair. No. Wrong movie? Wrong movie. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Wrong sound effect. <laughs> But he actually goes down to South America to find the terrorist, and he actually he only puts he becomes an action hero because he only puts what he knows from being a firefighter into action to actually do what he needs to do. Right. Um, which reminds me a little bit of this because he's not he's a cop who's just in a bad situation. He's not like a superhero. You know, he's just mad. Yeah. Um. He, but collateral damage was actually a, was actually I would say one of Schwarzenegger's better more you know he's not so animated you know he's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger he's a calmer version of Schwarzenegger <laughs> but I was thinking of this Will they need to do a movie with Tom Cruise and DiCaprio in the exact same movie that way it could be like with Michael Bay directing it that way, <laughs> it would be an interesting conversation this sounds like with a Morgan recipe Freeman's for eyebrows. with Morgan Freeman's eyebrows <laughs> This sounds like a just the eyebrows, not even Morgan wow. Freeman. Oh my gosh! It would <laughs> just, be an interesting film. Just his eyebrows. Just the eyebrows. Just the eyebrows. Just the eyebrows. They're a character unto themselves. The eyebrows should be the villain. Just... <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> they were the villains that movie. Anyways, eyebrows. After this explosion and some more yada yada yada, everything worked. The police back off. Let's talk about Ellis. Let's talk about Ellis. Oh. Let's talk about this cokehead that decides to become Ellis, the hero in this Booby. movie. Hart <laughs> Bachner. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's he in was... the lobby with the rest of the hostages, and he starts snorting a whole bunch of coke from his hand, <laughs> and he decides so that he's going to rescue them all before Holly's husband gets them all killed. He goes before Where Hans did he think says, this was going? Excuse me? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Where did he think this was going to actually take him? I have like, no idea. You know, no, like, I have just, no idea. You know why down. I have no idea? Because cocaine is a hell of a drug. That's why I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't remind, remember grinding his feet on that couch out in the lobby earlier. Cocaine. <laughs> I love how he just used that line. <laughs> it is, no, because he's just like, he's obviously not thinking this straight through. Because no, anybody in that situation, uh, yes, terrorists are attacking us and I'm going to reason with them because I'm a nobody and yeah. Oh well, no, because he thinks he's he's the, you know, the greatest salesman ever and he, he yep. just Ridiculous. yeah. I, you I, see I the do, watch? It's a Rolex. No I do I do I do million dollar <laughs> deals for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> like okay. Like you He goes in he first goes time into the ever office watching before, this movie he goes you into know the he's office dead. before Hans. He goes into the office before Hans and he's like, Listen, Booby, you came here to strike some deals and you want to get some cash, but you got this madman running around upstairs and he's dumbing up the works. Is that right? And Hans is just toying with him the whole time. Like, yeah, you're very perceptive. You figure that all up on your own. Sure. It is it is he is so stupid. He this this car I was so glad dumb. when he died. Anyways. Yeah. He was ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, he goes through the whole thing. I can give him to you. <laughs> he gets on, he gets on the radio with John. And he's like, "Listen, buddy, you gotta come down. You gotta stop. You get. They want to talk to the real cops. You're gonna get us all killed. Yada yada yada." John is not having any of this. Tries to reason with everybody and says, "Listen, this guy does not know me. You're gonna get yourself killed. This guy doesn't know me. I just met him tonight." Well, Ellis doesn't really know what to do. 
So he just laughs. Well, first, first John asks the very important question because he wants to make sure okay. that nobody realizes that Holly is his wife. Because he knows that they will use right, her. He, right. And we we all know that. I yeah. mean, and he knows right off the bat. He's like, what did you tell them, Ellis? He goes, I told them that you came here. I invited you. You're my buddy. And we came over here. He's like, okay. All right. So he's knowing that he didn't say anything about Holly, which is, I'm surprised. Me too. Because I figured that he would try to use that for him. You know, like use that. Be like, oh, yeah, that's his wife out there. Blah, blah, blah. Hey, I mm-hmm. can get you. You know, whatever. But he doesn't. Instead, he makes up this whole, like, sales story. Which, Chuck, as a salesman, why don't you tell us how you think he did in his sale here? <laughs> I think the movie explains itself. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Pretty much. Do you, think he can, do you think he approached it well? No. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. He's, he's he gets absolutely. Out. He gets absolutely nothing done. He smiles. His eyes are he's wide not reading because the of the customer. cocaine. He takes a drink. Oh, he, takes a, he takes a sip of some Coca-Cola, smiles, and Han shoots him in the head. Good. You're dead. Goodbye. You got exactly Goodbye. what you deserved. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm I am oh, so sorry. Man. So everybody outside in the lobby, they're all screaming, ah and Hans goes out there with the with the radio and says, Tell me what my detonators are, or should I kill somebody else? Eventually I'm gonna get to somebody that you do care about, and that's pretty much the end of that conversation. Goes nowhere. No, nothing happens. It was just a way for this character to die. That's 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 yep. all this was. That's all this was. Finally, Hans and the LAPD actually do talk. And uh, they get the rundown about what he wants. He wants his revolutionary brothers and sisters who are in jail around the world to be freed. I love how as he's naming all of these like these groups, these revolutionary like whatever rebellion groups, he turns and looks at his buddy. He's like, I, I read about them in Time magazine or something yeah. like that. Like he's just he's clearly listing things off, and it reminds me of the scene in Airheads where they're like, "Quick, make up a bunch of like dumb demands, so then later on we can just you know we can just claim that we were uh, we were insane. You know, we can just plead insanity." So like we need naked pictures of B. Arthur. We, we need we need a football helmet filled filled with cottage cheese. Like <laughs> all these. Ridiculous- the thing is though, is you would think as the FBI or even the cops that all of these revolutionary groups that he's talking about, none of them have anything to do with each other. They're all probably groups not. themselves. Probably not. Asian Don. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, well, see, they don't connect. See, why are they is, not smart enough to know on. they don't connect at this all? This is before this is before the feds arrive, and we've already right, right. established that the cops here are stupid. So yeah. Except for Winslow. Except yeah, exactly. Except for Winslow. And they even get on the radio together like you catch all that. This is ridiculous. That this is this is bull. Like what what are we doing? Now I, I want to start talking about this blonde guy before the end of this movie because of how ridiculous it is, but I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. But this blonde guy and Hans, they go off their separate ways. The blonde guy is going to take care of John, and Hans is going up to the roof to check on the explosives. The FBI arrive, and they take control of the entire situation. And Hans is looking around on the roof now, and that's when what John shows up. What did you just say? Up. Blonde you guy. say... The FBI takes control of the whole situation. Oh, they show up and they take control. They, yes. Yes. They take over for the LAP. They have no control. <laughs> I no, love they, how the they black take control. Agent Johnson says control. we're not related. <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, they take over for the related. LAPD, but they don't have control of anything, though. Well, they think they do. <laughs> they, they think they do, yeah. They, they, they clearly think that they do, but you're, you're right. They don't. Anyways, Hans is up there. He's looking around. 
John shows up a bloodied mess. Just, he's dirty, he's bloody, he got that machine gun. You want to stay alive, you stay with me. There, I, I don't... I don't get it. I don't get this part. <laughs> I don't understand why he's toying with him, why he gives him the unloaded weapon. What was the goal? How about when he's, when he's, when he's with Hans? Yeah. What is the yeah. goal of giving him the gun that isn't loaded? What is the goal of toying with him this entire time? What exactly did John think was going to happen? How, how did he see this? Maybe what, he was trying to get more information what from was, yes. What was my answer before when you had a question about... Your answer is because thing. movie. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I want a real answer. There you go. <laughs> that's, the, that's the answer, though. <laughs> if you're looking for something more intelligent than that, it's not going to happen. Because there is no other reason except for movie. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So it doesn't go. I, it frustrates me too because it makes no sense. He, he because they both knew who each other were. Are, are you like sure Hans about this? clearly knew a hundred percent. That's why he gave him an unloaded weapon. Because and that's why and that's why the camera was focusing on Clay on the name board the whole time. Who was because looking Bruce at Will- the name? Who was looking at the name Clay? Was it John or was it Hans? Hans. Hans. Both. W. M. Clay. But Bill was- Clay. Okay, fine. William Clay, Bill Clay, whatever you want to call. Who was looking at the sign, though? They both did. They're yeah. facing Hans each looked other. At it on they're, a- they're facing each other, and then the camera pans, so it's behind one of them. It's behind Hans. Hans saw it. On, Hans knew it on his way up, would be my guess. Okay. Bruce Willis is looking at it the whole time. Look at the board. But Bruce Willis knows. that. That's why he gave him an empty gun. But Hans also knows who Bruce Willis, who who um, McLean is, but no one's doing anything. Nope. Now I want to know how he know how he knew it was Hans. Did he recognize? Had he? I'm trying to remember. Did he see his face? No. Or did he just have cop intuition? Because well, he, I whole, mean, he saw he saw some stuff on the elevator. Right? No, he was the he was he never saw his face. Hans was Hans was Not fooling around with some wires when he in that room before. He didn't see him doing McLean that either. He in. just saw him snooping around. He's like, oh my God, what do you... And that's when we get to go, ah, 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 please don't kill me. One of them, <laughs> like, we get that whole I, ridiculous oh, one scene. of them. Hey, Al Rickman did fantastic in that part, too. He did do I thought fantastic he was, in that part. And even the way that he changes his accent was amazing. Was amazing. Yeah. That's Unlike, what sells it. That's, that's what sells it for me. That's why I don't think, I don't think John knows right. who, who he is in this scene. That's why I I'm on the whole thing about he... what, what is, what's with the unloaded weapon. I don't understand. Because he knows who he is. <sighs> Maybe he doesn't know who he is. Maybe he just knows that he's one of the thieves, but not that he's Hans. Okay. Uh. Okay. Maybe. It's a uh, classic. It's a classic what? They knew. They both <laughs> knew each other, who each other were, but they didn't want to... Give it. They didn't want. They, they saw the rest of the movie to do. So things don't go exactly as John planned. Two more baddies come up or from the elevator. Hard. There is a massive shootout. They shoot the glass. John is still barefoot. He has no choice but to mm. run. And the next time oh, we see so them, cool. he is crawling into a black bathroom with blood mm. just oozing from his foot. That just, is it, so painful. 
Go ahead. It's yeah, it's a lot of blood. I just, it, I hate that scene so much because I am one of those people like if I break a glass or a dish and I get like a single tiny shard of it in like my foot or my toe, I make the biggest freaking deal about it. Like just, I can't even imagine having to crawl over glass. Like oh gosh, I hate it. Yeah, it's rough. But but this is um. Man, this whole scene while he's in the bathroom and the way that his voice is trembling, Bruce Willis was amazing. Yes. I will say that. And I love that the, and I love that they carry the wound through the rest of the film. Yeah. Except for when he's fighting like, and he just kind of conveniently forgets about it because he has to fight. There is some of those cases though when you are having an adrenaline rush like that, things okay. can take right. over. Yes. yes. I will give it that, but he still he's limping for most of the rest of the time and when he is fighting the big blonde dude, the guy who he's, he killed his brother. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not on his feet a lot. He's more on his hands and knees getting the crap beat out of him. He gets himself, he gets handed, he gets yes. wrecked in that yes. in that fight scene. He doesn't, yes. he doesn't win that fight scene. If it wasn't for the chains, he would never have won that fight scene. Right. You're absolutely so. right. So anyways, so he's in the bathroom. He's cleaning out his f- wonderful foot wound, which, bleh, um, Yeah, it's a lot. Deserves a foot massage. A foot massage. <laughs> Probably not a good time to massage the foot. <laughs> Top of the he foot. He shouldn't try making fists with his toes. <laughs> not while crawling through glass. Lee, would you give Bruce Willis a foot massage? Just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um the FB- I know I'm, I'm so I'm looking at I'm looking at this this interesting t- uh, statistical thing that's popped up. So as far as his injuries go, his <laughs> head was used to break a wall. Yep. He was shot in the shoulder and he steps yep. on a lot of broken glass. Yep. Um those are the biggest injuries he gets. Yep. The movie has 39 F bombs, which is uh that sounds about right. Uh considering uh what Scarface was 182. Was it really? Well, that's what Blink-182 got their name from. I wouldn't um, doubt it. Yep. Um, John was in the. It was working in the NYPD for 11 years. Yep. Uh, he saved 36, 36 hostages, took down 22. Pretty good. Okay. Took down 22. 16 punches and one headbutt. Uh, 53 feet crawled in an air duct. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He took down 22. Huh. He took down 22 enemies. In Die Hard? In Die Hard. There's only 12. There's 22. There's 12. That's why they go... Die Hard, initial release, July 15th, That's why Carl Wiznall tells me, he says, you're dealing with seven. It would have been 12 if it wasn't for this guy. That's what I thought he said, but here yeah. it's just 22. It's Not 12. Sure why. That's a misprint. I guess so. It has to be a misprint. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Mm. Maybe 22 Unless across he... the first three films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That sounds about that sounds a little bit better. Continue. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Anyways, so the FBI cut the power to a whole city block and it's exactly what the terrorists needed. Well, the, the the robbers needed because the vault that they were after magically opens and money, 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 money. It doesn't magically open. The FBI shuts down 10 blocks because of the grid that they're on, and that grid shuts it down, and it opens it up. 
So wouldn't that be an argument that they needed the FBI from the beginning? No, because yes. that was the second backup plan. What no, was the first plan? No, no, that wasn't the backup plan. They always needed the FBI. Yeah. Because they killed Takagi. Yeah. Like, they're fully prepared to break into this vault without Takagi. But they killed Takagi, and they're like, okay, yeah, sure. And they're, they're purposefully waiting for the FBI to show up. Right, but they were going to break in without the FBI, and then while he was doing it, big blonde brother there chainsawed everything else that they needed, which that's why tech guy flipped out. He's trying to put stuff together, and the cha- he goes with the chainsaw and cuts the line to everything in the building, which threw off the plan because he stepped out of place the first time. If he had not done that, that was plan A. He stepped out of line. What? Plan B. What? what? What movie did you watch? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> no. This I mean, is I not remember the movie song, but all. I don't remember that line. He, no. cut, so the only the, the, he cuts the, the, they're the phone lines that he cuts, and the guy trying to make whatever connection, I don't know what he's trying to connect to. I, right. I, always, I always assumed that he was trying to make a connection so that anybody outside wouldn't know that a connection was severed. Right, that's what I thought he was doing. So it had kind of like a continuous loop, so it seemed like yes. it was still connected. That's kind of what I always thought. Now, if you want to say, if you so want to say, the initial plan is to get Takagi to open the safe, fine, but they kill him. So the other plan is to just we have to wait for the FBI because when they cut the power, then the final door or the electromagnetic field or whatever is surrounding the safe is going to die, and the vault will open. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. I honestly don't remember any other plan besides that one. So, that becomes the plan. I know, but I'm just saying I don't remember a, a, an original plan unless, like Will was saying, you know, they get to Takagi to somehow open the vault. I don't remember anything else besides that. Yeah, the whole the so, whole cutting so the phone in, wires, the whole cutting the phone wire. I don't ever remember that being any kind of dialogue in this movie where that's a part of the plan. So. He had to get it done by a certain amount of time. He had to, he had to open the seven things. Yeah. Right. Yes. Once those seven things were open. The FBI cuts power going, to the building. Hans is counting on the FBI cutting the power to the building. Right, because that's why they had the ambulance in the back of the truck, because they knew that the FBI and like police and everybody was going to be there because that was going to be their escape method. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead of your narrative. Will. It's okay. <laughs> you, can ju- you, can, it. you know what? You can jump wherever you want to. It doesn't matter. We do that here all the time. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like I thought that that was part of the plan from the beginning since they had the ambulance in the back of the truck, you know, because that was how they were going to make their way through everything eventually. Which, by the way, I still don't understand how that worked because the truck was full of guys in the back of it. And then suddenly there was an ambulance in there, too. <laughs> and how did he get into the ambulance? Because the ambulance, like, just fit into the truck. Night Rider. Back of it. Night Rider. You've never no seen Night Rider where the Trans Am drives yes. into the back of the truck, and then, but somehow David Hasselhoff manages to get out and walk around, and there's all this space in the world. T-tops. It's bigger on the inside. Yes. Right. Yes. The back doors to the ambulance. You got through the back doors. I forgive this. 100% I forgive the ambulance. Okay. Because Knight Rider's one of my favorite shows of all time. I'm not about to. Oh, Knight Rider's boss, man. I I love Knight Rider. Oh, my God. I started watching that again. I forgot how David Hasselhoff became the main character. Like, he was a face. Yeah. 
like oh my god like he got a face reconstruction reconstruction surgery yep oh my god it's funny his name his name wasn't michael knight either it was something else yeah, it was, oh, I forget it was, his, his original first name, name was still Michael, but he was like adopted by the guy who gave him yeah. the facial reconstruction surgery, and he gave him the last name. Knight. Did you ever see the movie Night Rider two thousand? Two thousand. Yes. Oh, so long ago. So long ago. It's, yeah. yes. it's Did you ever so... see any of the TV show? The new TV show? No, no. Where they had they had Val Kilmer as the voice of Kit. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, that was that was my out point. Like, listen, if Kit isn't Mr. Feeney, there's no Knight Rider. I don't care what anybody says. I love that you called him Mr. Feeney. We all call him Mr. Feeney. I've been calling him Mr. Feeney for decades. I'm never gonna stop. I don't care. He's Mr. Feeney. Mr. Matthews. So Anyways, so everything is going down. John gets into a brawl with this blonde guy. And for and yeah, I, I'm sorry, but for whatever reason, he just completely forgets that he has a foot injury. He just, just <laughs> adrenaline. completely forgets. I, I understand what you're saying, Chuck. Adrenaline. No. He can just, he's fine. There's nothing wrong with him at this point. He's walking around fine. He's able to support his own weight. There's no issues at all. And he's able to stand up, do very well in this fight against this blonde guy who should be handling him hands down. He is. He, Bruce Willis is on his hands and knees getting kicked and punched for most of the fight. There is he is zero, not on no, his feet. No, there is zero reason why Bruce Willis should have any offense in this fight at all. It's not oh, I agree. one-sided. I said, been... It's not as not as one-sided as you're as you're putting it on here, sir. It's like no. Bruce Willis stands up at one point and he's punching him in the stomach in the face, and the blonde dude just takes it for about Carl That's five the guy's seconds. Name. Carl. Carl, and then he just Carl. hands it to Bruce Willis, and he gets it becomes one-sided for most of the most of the fight until he grabs a chain and wraps around his neck. Grabs a chain, swings him across the yard, neck, slides down a banister. Lifting this blonde guy, strangling him, ch- hanging him to death, and he slams into nope. a, a stone wall. Stop Nope. It. Stop. No. He's not that. dead. We're not doing it. No. We're not, not doing dead. that yet. We're spoiling the surprise. <laughs> the surprise. I'll tell you, the makeup on this guy's face was horrible. Anyways, we're on the roof. And the yep. hostages have been hoarded up to said roof. The roof is getting ready to explode because there's a whole bunch of C4 and a whole bunch of explosives. So John is <laughs> now on top on of this fire. roof trying to get all the hostages out of the way. So he just fires his gun like a madman into the sky, trying to hoard all these people. The FBI are coming in a helicopter, mind you, and they see John. So obviously they think he's one of the bad guys. So they start uh. shooting at him. Yep. yep. Just like That's Saigon. The, yep. <laughs> Just, oh my God. Wait a minute. This guy. I was in middle school. <laughs> this guy, he has a very distinctive face. All of the craters, I couldn't place him at first, but then I figured it out. Yeah. Lee. Tommy Lee Jones. No. No. Is yes. this the no. guy from The Mask? No. 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 That's, no. No, dude, this guy's been in a bunch of stuff. Goonies, yeah. for example. Um, Goonies is a big one. Goonies, was he in Cops and Robertsons or something? He was something like that uh, where he was a bad guy. Um, oh, jeez. And Tommy Lee now Jones looks just like him. I know his name, too. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones uh, looks just uh, like him. Uh, wow. He does. The, okay. the craters Robert in his Dobby. face, the big ears. Yes, Dobby, that's it. Yeah, Robert Dobby. 
Okay. Um, I'm wrong. Yep. Goonies. License to Kill. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was yep. in License to Expendables Kill. Expendables 3. Yep. License to Kill, that movie with... um Dalton. Yeah, Timothy Dalton. Oh, you're talking, you're, talking, you're talking about the 007 movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There was another License to Kill license with um, Seagal. That's bad. Oh, Every Steven yeah, Seagal yeah, movie yeah. is bad. Yeah. Yeah. We don't talk. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably never going to do anything Stephen Seagal. <laughs> no. No offense. No, no. offense. Yeah. Anyways. Oh so my gosh. The- Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. In IMDb, <gasps> it's not Johnson and Johnson. It's Big Johnson and Little Johnson. Wow. <laughs> cops and Robertsons. He wasn't Cops and Robertsons. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so Oh my stupid. god. Oh, oh my that's god! Hilarious. Yeah, no. I just always remember him from Goonies. He was in Predator Two, Captain Phil Heineman. Mm. Yep. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Yeah. Goonies eighteen. He was yeah. Well, I mean, popped up in the eighteen TV series. Everybody popped up on the eighteen yeah. TV series. <laughs> Saying elsewhere. Yep. I don't know what how many thoughts we're holding on to here, but he was in the Incredible Hulk show. The Incredible Hulk <coughs> show? Yeah, like the TV series. The old uh the old one? Ferrigno. Oh yes. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Okay, why are we I'm not sure why we're holding, but I think we're gonna keep on moving here. So where where are we at? I'm joking. <laughs> um <laughs> we were talking about how he hung Carl up from chains. Ah, uh, yes. Then we st- oh, and then he started. Oh, right. And then we were on the roof because the hostages were on the roof. And Big Johnson and Little Johnson thought that uh, <laughs> thought, thought that uh, John was a terrorist and stuff. And Robert Davi was having way too much fun reliving his Vietnam days. Right. Right. So at this point, they think that he's a terrorist. They're shooting at him. He's running from everybody, sends everybody back downstairs, go back downstairs, and you've got this group, Hans boys, they're all looking like, why are they all coming back down the stairs? What's going on? While John is trying to figure out a way to jump off the roof. <laughs> I love how he, like, herds them by spraying them with bullets. Oh, yeah. He's well, like, not oh, spraying yeah. them with Get bullets. Get off the yeah. roof! <laughs> <laughs> so now John needs to escape. He needs to escape from this roof that's getting ready to explode. So he straps or ties a fire hydrant hose around his waist and jumps off the side of the building, shoots out a window, and then goes right in, and he's on safe ground now, or so he thinks. The wrap or the, 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 the wheel, the barrel that holds this thing together, falls, doesn't immediately pull him out of the window, though, and just slowly starts to pull him down, and John narrowly escapes, and he's perfectly fine. Yep. Yeah. The roof explodes, taking the helicopter with it. All that good stuff happens. <laughs> the visual of the helicopter like coming down the side of the building is awesome. The slow-mo. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty cool. I love that scene. We're almost done. Finally, we're at the end of this movie, and we get the final face-to-face between John and Hans. Hans has Holly as a hostage. John Naturally. just gets in there with his machine gun. 
drop the gun, the whole nine, and everybody in this room starts to laugh, except for Holly. It's this, the, the, the laugh, like the way that Bruce Willis pulls this off and the Christmas music going on in the background <laughs> is the creepiest thing in the world, but it's awesome. I love it. I love the way this ends. I want to know how he does this. Tape? Yeah. With the tape? How he tapes it? Yeah. That's his thing. Well, I want to yeah. know how I want. Uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of on board. With I want to see you one. take a gun with tape and tape it to the middle of your shoulder blades. Go ahead. I got time. He's in much better shape than I'm in. Keep in mind, keep in mind, he is incredibly sweaty. There's no way this tape sticks to him. No. Not only that, it's like, it's like not even wrinkled. The tape is like it perfectly (laughs) just taped to his back. You know what? I don't care. I don't care about any of that. That's a freaking amazing scene, and I a, love awesome the way scene. that it unfolds. It's oh, it's awesome a fan- scene. I love it so much. It's a fantastic scene, but it's like one of those things. It's like, how did it happen? I don't even care. I just love it. <laughs> it's, it's his so hands great. are behind his back. He's laughing. The music, the lighting. That re- the reveal is just you're he's, just like it's, yeah, it's awesome. Man, come on. It's, it, it is. It's 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 amazing. It's amazing. Despite whoa, whoa, the hole, I agree that there's a hole here, but it is fantastic. Like there's very uh-huh. few times where, and I have before, but there's very few times where I'll forgive a hole. But when it's done perfect and it's amazing like this, I will forgive it. I will do that. I did it all the way through T3. So there, there's no reason why I should be any different here. All the way. All the way through T3. Like every other scene through T3. Thank you. It's like you can't say that on television or yeah. <laughs> every time you say, this, you say the word. <laughs> You're about to get slammed every time you say T3. T3. <laughs> Anyways, he pulls the gun out from his shoulders, shoots one guy, shoots Hans. Hans goes out of a window, but he's hanging on to Holly by her watch. Hanging on to her watch. How he doesn't slip off, I have no idea, but he's hanging on to her watch. Probably the Rolex. John gets over there, and it's all slow-mo. It's emotional. It's this big buildup. He unclasps the watch, and you see Hans just fall in slow motion, just fall. (laughs) Sure. Well, Hans and, is about to shoot Bruce Willis, too. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, yeah. you see the gun. That's going to happen. cocking the gun. That's the exact moment it comes off. And now, I mean, we all know we all know the, the story about this fall, yeah. right? And yeah, how cool yeah. it is. Basically, he really fit, like was not expecting to be dropped when they were making the movie. So really? in this in this scene, if you look, so oh, look yeah. at yeah, look at Alan Rickman's face. That look of pure that's terror, real fear. That's real fear because they were supposed to count to three, but they went ahead and just dropped him without counting. That's and awesome. So his face is yeah. like that's it's, actual terror that's because he was awesome. not expected to be dropped at that moment. So I'm like, that's so cool. I love the cop's line. I hope that's not a hostage. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he just falls. You just Everything. watch the roof of the building explode, man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> And you hear thunk, and you're like, and the, ooh. And they all go, ooh, and they look away. Ooh, and they look away. But it's just the moment where the thunk happens because the music cuts out, and it's just silent, and then you just hear the thump. Like, it's, yep. it's, yeah. it's so cool. It's so cool. Uh. And then, all is well. We're downstairs, and John is wrapped up in a blanket, and he sees Powell, <laughs> and they embrace, and the movie is over. We're, we're, we're done. No, it's... No, it's not. No, it's not. No, because, it's not. because first, Just because, 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 because first, because first, 
the, the 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 chief of police is like lighting him up as to how he just Ugh. destroyed all this property and he's going to yes. pay and all yes. the blah, glass. blah 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 yes. blah Man all the all glass the and the paperwork <laughs> and then Carl you got a lot of explaining to do <laughs> comes out he's like looking up like <laughs> the makeup oh, on his face was awful yes yeah he 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 and he, he looks he throws the blanket off of him. He's got a gun that's bigger than him. And <laughs> yeah, Powell yeah, shoots and then, him dead. Yep. And we didn't go into that, though. The whole significance about that, because so, Carl shoots him, is so, because he had shot a 13-year-old kid back yeah, in the day, which is why yeah, he was right, desked. Right, he shot right. a kid, and he's at a desk, and he's scared to whatever. That's not, I, I don't care about any of that. I care that we watch this guy hang. Yep. We watched I, him. I, I missed this part. <laughs> that was the whole fight scene. The whole oh, you fight. You mean the end? No, the no, whole the fight. end here. I'm talking about this last scene you're talking about with him popping up with a gun and his disfigured face. Yes. I don't remember that at all. Yes. You don't? Really? I, again, I was watching this while I was driving to work. So. It's the oh, final. Okay. Maybe it's that's why. It is, it is a pretty quick scene. Yeah, it's the final like kill of the movie where he just, yeah, the blanket yeah. comes off, his face is disfigured, he's like, he got the gun. The gun is massive. I don't know where he got it from, but he's getting ready to shoot. Powell shoots him once, and it's like, ah, and his face like contorts, and he's getting, he's bringing the gun back around to try to shoot him again, shoots him again, and just shoots him one more time, and he's dead, and the movie's over. Okay. You know what's hilarious is they're surrounded by, like, what, 50 cops at least, and Powell's the Nobody only one that pulls does anything. Gun. Nobody <laughs> does a thing. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Which proves the point that I've made throughout this entire film. Every cop in this movie, except for Powell and McLean, are incompetent morons. Yep. Everyone. It's, it's, all it's of them. amazing. It's amazing. But anyways, well, the weather outside is frightful, and then we're done. <laughs> yep. yep. Well, but, wait, but then you forgot then... about Ar- Argyle taking out Theo. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That was Argyle. the other thing. Okay, so Argyle. Sees Theo pop out of the back, try to drive away in this van that popped out of another van. Like, that van had a baby. And then he drives off, and Argyle comes up, crashes into the side of it, bop, jumps up, and punches the dude in the face, knocks him out. Now, clearly, this tech guy was just not a fighter. No. And he was an easy... Because Argyle doesn't seem like he's packing that much of a punch. No. But he the dude went down. He didn't punch him that hard at all. No. Nah. He didn't. He just went out. He, like, like, smacked him. I know. And then he's like, ah, on the floor. Now, later on... Sarah, doesn't Argyle ha- pick- I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta go back into this because we did this. With- Sarah, have you ever seen the movie Gothica? Uh, no, Halle no. Berry. I know of it, but I've never. There seen is it. a scene in this movie where they are trying to subdue Halle Berry, and she nothing like <laughs> touches a guard, and he falls dead. He he does not. He falls unmoved. It is it is ridiculous. Every I'm never gonna forget that. Anytime I see a scene like this where it's the lightest touch in the world, that's what I'm gonna think about. Thank you very much, Chuck. Do, do you remember? Do you remember there was a mad a mad TV sketch that they had? Um, Will Sasso was always playing like Steven Seagal, and he would just walk up to people and just touch their neck, and they would just their neck would just snap. So he's walking, just going snap, 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 just barely it's touching like, them. It's like it's like I have been watching Cobra Kai with our friend Susan Michelson, who is a double black belt in karate, and yep. she sits there the entire time going, nope. 
Nope. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> She's like, no, definitely no. No, no, no. <laughs> Cobra Kai is awesome. Cobra it is Kai awesome. Is it's hilarious. Their karate is crap, but oh, it's yeah. a great show. <laughs> I still, I still, as much as all the scenes after, like everything has been cool, I still like the the cafeteria scene the best. The oh, first one. It's, yes. It's so simple. I don't know. I kind of like the the all school brawl at the end of season two. That's yeah, when Miguel great. gets like tossed off the side of it and gets but just paralyzed. the way everybody <laughs> just goes completely insane. It's just like totally. And the like, teachers in there like, uh... uh, what do we do? It's, like, it's just anyway. like, yeah. So great. yeah, so Argyle, this that. Um, now, Argyle shows back up in the limo that he just crashed into the van. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. The limo looks fine yeah. as he pulls up. I mean, it didn't, like, again, I was probably, it was in the car, probably dark, whatever, but it seemed like the limo was pretty no, fully no, operational. No, you're, you're, you're right. When he smacks into this ambulance, the hood of this limo is wrecked. Okay. There's Yet no. He pulls up to pick up. Oh, there must have been another limo just right sure. around the corner. That he just a backup limo that he Maybe had. Maybe it was sure. a Volkswagen you know what? limo. Maybe that limo was in the, the back. back of another van, <laughs> and he just backed it up. It was in the back of the ambulance. It was in the back of the other limo. It was in the trunk. Yep. Well, if this is how you celebrate Christmas, I would have to be here for New Year's. Oh. <laughs> That's the last thing I would be saying. <laughs> the. the uh, if this is how you celebrate Christmas, I want nothing to do with you ever again. <laughs> is what would come out of my mouth. Well, Argyle didn't really have much to do. He he just hung out in the back of the limo, calling his girls and having a grand old time with Mister Teddy Bear. Yeah, like, yeah. T- for him, it was kind of like, you, oh, there's some crazy stuff yeah. going on. For, right, yeah. but if 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 all that happened upstairs didn't happen, and these guys actually made it to the basement, you know he'd be toast. Maybe. Not maybe. Not maybe. Well, no, he could he could just slap them and they'd all be dead. <laughs> True. <laughs> He's not scared. <laughs> Kid not weighs eighty five pounds. Yeah. So, so, so then we see we see silhouettes basically of John and Holly kissing yep. passionately in the back of the car. Drive yep. off. Yep. Hi, I'm John McClane. This is my wife, Holly. Yeah, Gennaro. 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 Yeah. It's Holly actually McClane. No, yeah. no, shut up. Shut up. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, For the last you know six what? months, you know what? She has just been through a traumatic experience, and she's just it's happy true. that her husband is alive. And then it wears off quickly because they're never back together again, right? Except well, no, in Die Hard 2, they are. are. Die Hard 2, they're together. Are they? Yes, yes. they are. Oh. They're and in separate in places, 3, but they're, 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 they're divorced. They're very, well, are they? No, no. In Die Hard no, 3, no. they're in married, but 2, they're... Yeah, in Die Hard 2, they're together, and they're actually, in the storyline, they're all living together because he's become an L.A. cop. Yes. And so he flew out with his kids to D.C. to their grandparents for Christmas, and she came like a day later to meet up with them. Yep. So they're together hardcore in two. And then in three, they're like separated. <laughs> and three, then I think in three uh, is in the four, worst. They're like, three is the worst because it's like they're married, but they're separated. And the reason why they're separated is because they got into an argument and he did not call her back after a year. Uh, yeah. Jeez, that is really good bad. job, John. Good <laughs> oh job, John. And he's, you know, an alcoholic uh, and the whole thing. And, <laughs> was she even in Live Free or Die Hard? No, but it was pretty it was it, pretty right? clear that It was their kid though, the right? Kid. The it kid. It was Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, cuz Lucy was that in was that Timothy one. Oliphant. Yes. Was the yes. bad guy. Yes. And I'm an Apple. 
was yes. the was the kid. I'm an apple. Oh, Justin Long. Justin Long. I'm an apple. <laughs> and I'm and a then, PC. And then the fifth one, it's his son, right? Jay Courtney. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 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 called Balboa. Balboa. It's called Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was Rocky Five. Oh no, Tommy Machine Gun, who also uh, played Peter on Heroes. Yeah. Um, no, I. Th- yeah. Yeah. This is this this is your trope of what you guys are talking about in Andor. When all this stuff happens, he saves her life, but in the beginning of it they can't stand each other. And I mean she has, she has the infamous line infamous line, but she has the line in the movie where she's like it's got to be John because nobody else can make a, a guy crazy like like John can. <laughs> nobody can drive somebody nuts. Like See, that. I'm, 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 and then I'm, at the I'm, very I'm, end, I'm, I'm at glad. the very end, you saved my life, kissing, I'm which glad. is what you guys are talking about for Andor. Yes, That's and happen. I'm very happy. <laughs> no. that you, I'm very happy that you recognize the trope. You I, just I even said, said it. You just said. I it. even mm-hmm. said for a good guy, yes, you're right, but for the bad guy, no. It does not work for the bad guy. It's okay though. It's oh, it's it's really okay. Oh, it's gonna. I, oh, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's gonna I'll be up okay. it to two hundred. No, we'll keep it at a hundred. Oh, are you afraid? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we are on air. This is live. This is for everyone to this hear. Is not live. <laughs> no, no, this is live. Um. Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to up it to two hundred? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I will gladly receive your money 12 months from now. So, I'm sorry. I'm in. What is the bet again? You basically, you I'm have in. to, you're I'm trying in. to prove to Chuck that bad guys have the same no. trope that no, good no, no, guys no, no, have. No, 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 Yes. So this, is that yes, 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 yes. No, no, no. It's just these two characters. It's just these, these two characters. It's these two characters who share a couple of moments on this television show. One saves the other. They look longingly into each other's eyes. They're looking into each other's lips. And this one thinks that they're not going to become a couple. I think they are. It's clear no. as day. It is something. You took it because they had a conversation, a rando conversation. No. Because he's stalking her no every single conversation no for the past we didn't make the weeks. bet until after the finale of the first season where they have no, that look we, we made the money bet yes but the, the first bet. bet was the first there bet was, no was bet. There you was guys no bet there was you're no right bet. You're, it was just you and i going back and forth speculating and arguing about this the money bet was made at the end of the season after they have that look and they're desperately looking into each other's lips this and yet nothing happened <laughs> No, so yet nothing happened. If these happened. people eventually become a couple, then they, will you if, win two hundred dollars? No, Is that what happens? Kiss, yes. If they kiss if by they the kiss. end of the second season, I win. Okay. Yep. If they kiss. If they kiss. If they don't kiss because I'm right, I get two hundred dollars. Okay. Because they're the bad guys. It doesn't matter the if ba- they're the bad guys. It's- does matter. It doesn't matter if they're the. I'm telling you, it doesn't they're not, matter. I'm telling you, if they're going to do this, they're going to have to do an entire episode of backstory for both of these guys where they come together to make it happen and that will not happen. No, they uh, don't. It will take the. No, they yes, don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Oh. Well, it's been fun talking about Die Hard. <laughs> 
so I guess we'll. Uh, <laughs> I'm t- ah! <laughs> I uh, well, we. Wanted- I'm telling you, I had to eat crow so bad during Obi Wan. Yeah, because I was adamant, and you're adamant do it again. that they were. Gonna- no, I'm not. They were gonna. I was adamant that they were, they were at least use Qui Gon's voice, and but you guys like, no, they're gonna show him. And you know what? Up until the very last scene, I was right. Then the very last scene happens, and then boom. Liam Neeson shows up as Qui-Gon, and I'm like, crap. A year from now, at the very last episode, episode 12, because we know that there's 12 episodes for season two of Andor, you're going to sit there and say the exact same thing to me. Okay. Okay. I can't, I can't wait. Okay. I can't wait. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. just now this is our, our Christmas episode. So we want to take some time to it say was a good Merry one Christmas too. to all of you. This yeah. was a good oh, one. I love oh, this. Yeah. This was fun. Thank you for joining us, Sarah. Absolutely. Funny. I Thank really, you. I, I had a blast. Lee, I actually did a movie night at our church that Lee came to, so he literally asked me to be a part of this like three, four hours ago. Oh. <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> it's addicting. I got asked to join just as a friend for two episodes of Mandalorian Mandalorian and I have never left <laughs> no this you was did. a super I left blast. for like four episodes well then you and I started doing The Chosen that's and right and then we went out to Cobra Kai and then it became you know the three of us for all of our oh, stuff anytime I get a chance to talk about movies with people I'm gonna jump all over it because are, it's like I've, I have you are you are more what? than welcome to come back anytime that you want to Oh, well, thank you. I, yeah, I would you love to come back on. You are welcome I've, to come back. Absolutely. I, I, I've done a podcast a, a few times with a friend of mine, Paul McDonald. He does a podcast called Men at the Movies, so I love getting on there and talking about movies with him. And then I have a blog called ForgedInFilm.org where I go and talk about movies and what God shows me in movies and you know how I feel about certain ones and stuff. So, yeah, anytime that I'm have a chance to talk about people uh, talk about movies with people i'm definitely gonna jump all over it because that's, that's what i live for <laughs> all right so nice. we we love to talk we have to bring up dramas for lee's sake because they're his favorite movie dramas <laughs> movies need to be well-rounded i mean name a drama that you enjoy a big, drama yes a big chill that i enjoy mm-hmm. lincoln lincoln with daniel day lewis lincoln okay. is well daniel day lewis is fantastic Daniel Day Lewis. It's a three-hour movie. I've watched it once. I would probably watch it one or two more times, but it is a fantastic film. Would you call Forrest Gump a drama? No, no. Okay. What would you I call might, it? I might call Forrest Gump a Forrest Gump a drama. I would. Dramedy. It has drama in it. Dramedy. But it's a. It's got comedy. It's got romance. It's got action. It's kind well, of a well-rounded <clears throat> movie. I mean, like, th- like I just said, the big chill. That's got elements of comedy in it, but I feel like overall, that's a drama. Yeah, I mean, flight with Denzel Washington is a drama. Okay, great movie. Aftermath with Arnold Schwarzenegger is a drama. It's a fantastic movie. You know, I never really liked math. Prisoners is a drama. I fell asleep to Prisoners. <laughs> Prisoners. Of course you did. Is it? No, somebody kept talking throughout it, and I'm like, I can't. No, I walked out. Because How did you walk out? She that was kept a fantastic she kept talking. Film. She kept talking, and I'm like, if you don't stop talking, I can't be here. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no, my no 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 no! Oh you don't understand. God. You don't understand. <laughs> you walked out of a movie because somebody else was talking during it. So listen. So this was my wife's friend who came over to our house, recommended watching this movie, 
and she spent the entire time asking questions. I don't understand. What's happening here? And then saying, I think blah, blah, blah. And then talking about things that were not even involved in the movie. Like, you know, so I made cornbread yesterday. And I'm like, can you stop talking? I want to watch this movie. And I had to walk out. So I was this like, coming from fine. the guy, when I asked him, please don't talk during the movie, looked at me and said, shush, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Well, like on Golden Pond, that's a good drama. And my sister Cherry's... was named because of that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, Cher... she wouldn't be named. <laughs> no, they named her for that movie. <laughs> Chariots of Fire. She was only named because of that movie. Ethel Thera, yeah. Southland Lifting. Southland Lifting. Yeah. That's my a good. I love that. Chelsea movie. was named because of that from that movie. Yeah, Jane Fonda's character. Um, Chariots of Fire. That's another great drama. So, um, There's a lot of dramas up there. Watership Down. Although I think I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm one Water of the few World. people that really likes Watership Down. <laughs> <laughs> Waterworld. That was that oh, wasn't a drama. Wow. That was a tra- That was a tragedy. Oh boy, <laughs> Waterworld. <laughs> That scene when he gets the new eyeball. <laughs> Listen. So I like Kevin Costner's best so acting there was a, right there. The, dream when he, the part when he drinks his own pee. Yeah, yeah. He filtered it. Listen, it was there, filtered. Was a, there was a moment in time during during the height of COVID where Lee and I were getting together over like Skype or whatever. And we were doing like movie nights and we were watching movies, just hanging out and talking. And the two movies that he recommended that I'm never going to forget because of how bad they were was Waterworld and Copland. I knew it was oh, bad. Oh my God. No, you didn't. You did not know Copland. Copland. Wait a minute. You up until Copland, dude. I don't. Up until COVID, you've never seen Waterworld. No. Copland. And I'm so glad I didn't. Yes, of course you don't. Of course you don't remember. Because we started watching. I don't remember. I don't remember even ever saying I really want to watch it. I mean, the only fact is, I mean, what they had was it Pacino and and Stallone or something or. De Niro, maybe. I think maybe. Like, I I don't remember maybe anything about that movie. No, it's with Woody Harrelson <laughs> and yes, Woody Harrelson, Billy in. Crystal. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes. Billy Crystal in the movie theater. No, that was Paul Rubens. No, with what? With Hulk Hogan. You talk about Zombieland. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. A good night. A good night. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys later. You uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday season, and we'll be back when we're back. We'll see you next next year. year. Next year. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. Have a good one, guys. Bye.